on the floor, now my jewelry box froze Fuck a bowl, fuck a stove, counted millions in a cold Bad bitch, booted swole, got her on bankroll Can't fold, that's a no, headshot, case closed What's up guys, it's Andy Priscilla and this is the show for the realists Say goodbye to the lies, the fakeness, and delusions of modern society And welcome to motherfucking reality Guys, today we have a full-length show and it is going to be awesome Before we get into the show, I'd like to remind you to pay the fee what is the fee? You might be wondering. Only if you're new here, you might be wondering. But the fee is very simple. If you get value, if you learn something, if we make you think, if we make you see a new perspective, if we give you some insights that you hadn't noticed before, if we make you laugh, share the show. If we make you mad, don't listen to the show. It's very simple. It's very, very simple. I've got a full crew here today, starting with DJ, DJ, DJ. White Lightning. That's right. The White yes, Lightning sir. is in the house. I'm also joined by my brother, Sal. Doctor. Dr. Sal. <laughs> He's Dr. Sal along with Dr. Gates. I mean, hey. Yeah. Listen, if he can do I identify as a doctor now. Uh, you know, you know, uh, man. I do. I I mean, you can't take it from me. I identify as a multi-billionaire. Well, welcome. I, I'm doctor and you're multi-billionaire. That's right. That's right. What should I identify as? White um, Lightning. Oh. You're the black face of white supremacy. There we go. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> fuck yeah. If it comes with a credit score, I'll take it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, fuck. And we also have one of my favorite humans here today who is an amazing dude. You guys have heard him on the show before. Mr. Jason Kalipa. Uh, thanks for having me. It's What's up, brother? Here, man. We came in for this 100-mile uh, century bike ride, and yeah. I didn't know I was going to be able to jump on the show, but hey, hey, here and... Uh, Ready to make some magic. magic. He's yeah. our one friend from California. Yeah. He's, he our, <laughs> <laughs> He's our token. Yeah. No, bro. <laughs> Fleischman's our friend. Oh, that's true. That's true. Ed's our friend. That's true. Well, yeah. didn't oh, he yeah, move Ed. though? Yeah, Ed did. Ed, Ed bought or an island. Or he's moving. Yeah, he bought a fucking Hope Island up in he Maine. He bought an island? Yeah, bro. Oh, that's another level. Yeah, sure is. Well, Ed does things on another level. <laughs> J- Jason was uh, making fun of Missourians yesterday, so I had to, comp- you know, maybe... Constantly remind him on how Missouri is maybe superior to California. And oh, I'm a doctor, so I have They're definitely evidence. superior. Yeah, he, mm-hmm. he even tapped me when the sunset was going down. He's like, look at that. And I'm like, yeah. That's every day here. That's a fucking beautiful sunset. Sun goes it? down here too, baby. We finished this ride, man. And we we had a beautiful, I mean, it was, that was, that was badass. So Missouri's great. Yeah. He wants to know if we had good wine. I said, no, I wine shit. <laughs> yeah. Stick to California well, you know, wine. Guess what? We drink it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, wine, Bud Light, same thing. Yeah, it's all the you same. You guys went up shit. by Herman though, right? Yeah, we it's went out to Herman. Out there. Yeah, yeah, we went. We went from uh, we got we rode all hundred miles on the Katy Trail, which is a big trail here in Missouri. Mm-hmm. It's two hundred and thirty miles long, but we went out basically. So you all you rode all the one hundred of the of the two hundred of the two hundred thirty, oh. all one hundred of the two hundred thirty. Yeah, Texas is that like a sixty percent of the time it works all the time if, thing? If we're getting down, we only rode fifty miles of it because we were twenty five out, twenty five back. It's called Garmin. You probably challenge it, but you're wrong. Does CNN track your miles? Yeah, it's a CNN poll. It had to be. Yeah. All, well, here, here, here's how we know if he's telling the truth or not. How's your butthole? Very sore. <laughs> <laughs> very, very sore. And it's not like we were saying. It's not the actual hole itself. It's the area in that which protects the, the hole. The <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was under fire. Oh, and Jason, I'm not what talking. What did you say? He went hard in the taint. <laughs> bro i'm telling okay so you know riding a road bike you know i get in the, the little suit you know and put the helmet on you ride on the road and i figured for this for this challenge that we're gonna do we're gonna have you know 15 16 guys like you don't want to be on the road you're gonna get hit i don't want to die I'm, just, I'm not dying that way 
It's like, oh, we'll do it on the Katy no, Trail. No, you're going to die in a uh, domestic extremist camp. Correct. For sure. Correct. <laughs> like the rest of us. I'll no, see I'll, I'll see you there. I'll die going. I'll die going out before that. But <laughs> and then I was like, oh, we'll do it on the Katy Trail. You know, it's not that bad. We get out there and it's not that bad. However, when you're out there for six, seven hours and that the bumps of the gravel going, you realize, man, your ass ain't in shape for that. How your, how, your ass wait, DJ might on. be in shape for that. Hold My on. ass was not in shape. At what mile do you realize? Oh fuck! <laughs> I, I think it was the halfway, like fifty four miles. So here's what happened: the the twenty five out, twenty five back. I was like, okay, and then he got us some burritos. And dude, oh fuck, man, you're you're, me, you're bullshit. I swear no, to God, you wait, ate burritos it, on a hundred mile bike dude, ride. So we stopped. We had our burrito. Oh, and man, when that thing, when that energy kicked in for me. I feel like a million bucks. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what it was. You're blowing you. The wind was taking you. That's not your tailwind, I bet. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, you got another cheat codes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, dude, there's something wrong with all of us. Fuck. I'll, I'll tell you though, man, like about mile 72, it starts, that's when the grunt work starts to feel in. And we got off the bike for a quick minute and we got back on. When I got back on at that point in time, I knew I was like, man, my ass is in trouble. It was like, I mean, it was that Did point Did you have time. one of those moments in the beginning, though? Like, let's just say like mile 10 or 12 or 15. You're like, fuck. Yeah, like mile one. Yeah. You know, like mile, one. <laughs> mile one, I was like, fucking A, man. Because it's a lot. I mean, you realize, you know, going out, everything's fun leading up. To, it's like anything. It's like life. The first step is always like the reality sets in. Yeah. You're like, fuck, I signed up for this, mm-hmm. you know? But it was great. We had a we had a fabulous day. It was a lot of fun. I saw Mike Taylor in the locker room this morning. He's struggling. Oh yeah, he was struggling. <laughs> hey, but he got it done. He got it done. That's he, it. It doesn't I heard matter. He actually how long. went 104 miles. Uh, that's because he got lost. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> he was only waiting for right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He was Bro, when I walked in the locker room this morning, you know, Mike's usually pretty much like, "Hey, man, what's up?" You know, yeah. good mood, chipper. He's like sitting, he's sitting in the locker with his head in his hands. <laughs> like this, dude. He didn't even hear it. We walked in like, what's up, bro? I go, I go what's up, bro? And it took him literally like three full <laughs> seconds to respond. Like he was, I, and, I he's, prob- and, and that's a tough dude. Yeah. Like I've known him for a long time. I told Cody Klein today, he asked, and Mike Taylor's, I mean, he's been here longer than I've been here, right? So he walked in, Mike's a big dude. And he walked, I told Cody today, I said, when he was pulling up and he was crossing that street, we were all sitting there. We've been laughing our asses off for 40 minutes waiting for him. Drinking beers, you know, hanging out. We're all, you know, we're going to take our team photo. And I thought when he, I could see the look on his face. And I thought when he got off that bike, I'm thinking, this motherfucker's going to come punch me in the face. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> today's the day that Mike's like, fuck you, man. I'm out. You know? Yeah. Now he looked legitimately mad. Yeah, he was yeah. pissed. And he's a big dude. Oh, yeah. yeah he's, he's not one of somebody you listen, want coming after Mike me. is, there's very few people that I do not want to get into physical. Like, listen, I don't have, I don't like physical altercations, but there's a few people that, you know, you just don't want to do that. He's one of those people. Yeah. Like, that's well, it. Shit, you guys remember what happened in a fucking three-on-three basketball tournament? Yeah. Yeah, I won. Mike, Mike well, no, but, but yeah. <laughs> I remember that. But, but fuck, man, Mike, Mike, man, hey. Yeah, he about got in your ass. He almost got it. He walked in that day. He was so pissed off because DJ was refing the games. And he walked, dude, he walked in. He was so pissed. And I could, you know, I could tell, dude, this dude's like my bro. Yeah. Like, I, I'm like, Hey, what's up? He goes, all he said was, you're fucking boy. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about you. Yeah. Dude, man, like, oh, you man. Got, that might have well, that, that, that should have been fucking football on fucking basketball. That's all that was, that was a football game. Yeah. The whole fucking league was a football game. And who won? The South team won. Thank you. Yeah. Thank job. you. Who cheated though? 
Sal. That is not true. <laughs> that is not true. You didn't cheat. I did not cheat. How did I cheat? You didn't bring in people from outside the Bro, company. you flew in people to sub on your fucking team. Get the fuck out of here. If I flew people in, I did think, I will tell you, I did think about reaching out to David Lee and see if we could make that work. <laughs> well, I brought in Mike Trotter. I am bro, better than Mike fucking no, Trotter. but the thing is, nobody, but nobody else knew that at the time. So I didn't like, either. You I'd, walked in, bro. All, you should there's no way you're better than Mike Trotter basketball. For oh, sure. 1,000%. For sure. Really? Yeah. 1,000%. But listen, I didn't think that well, when I'm I recruited him. I thought, man, this guy's. I'm just saying that because you're pretty bad. Oh, I'm terrible. Oh, no, he's yeah. terrible, but, but but I can fucking compete. Mike, 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 you're worse. Mike made us look bad. Mike, when I say us, I mean you know us. Like he made well, define bad. us because this is a this yeah, is no, not yeah. a visual show. Yeah, no, no, uh, us as black people. He made the entire black population look like <laughs> and shit. To set the, this Bro, is that Debo. is racist. Well, I mean that's racist. I am the black face of white supremacy. So <laughs> I mean, dude. hey, holy shit, dude! James Lawrence was just here. Yeah, it was good to see him. I was thinking about him. You know, <clears throat> this morning when I saw Mike, I was thinking about James. I think if you guys had to get up and do that again, and then again oh, for 101 days, just in a row. the bike ride. I know, dude. We were like 50 miles in, yeah. and he, him, and I were having that conversation. I was just seeing myself, dude. This guy did that. Not, not just like he he did the swim, a bike, and a run. I'm thinking even just doing this bike ride for 100 days would yeah. be like just brutal, brutal. And this guy did two other parts and yeah. that every day. I mean, that's that's it's super impressive. Dude, I don't think people really understand how, like, I, I to be completely honest, bro, like, I don't think people truly grasp how huge of a human accomplishment that is. Yep. I think it's the biggest physical feat. Probably ever. Ever. In the history of man. Yeah. Ever. I, you know, the well, Tour de France gives a, they get like the, they get the torch for that, yeah. for like the hardest yeah. physical feat. But I got to be honest, like, I don't, not one of those guys could do what he did. No. Not even for 50 days. No. Well, what was his average finish time? So uh, it was relatively fast and then he got hurt and then it kind of slowed down but i think he still did him in like 14 and a half hours like i was thinking about that because the bike ride took us like six hours and this guy's 14 hours on like 10 hours off for a hundred days I mean, 100, 101 yeah that's that's, that's nuts like insane. it's absolutely nuts it it's i don't know man like i think about him a lot yeah. Like when I'm going through hard times, yeah. like if I'm going through a hard time, dude, I think about people that are tougher than me and people who are doing harder shit than me. And I just think like, God, you're being a total fucking pussy, bro. Like that's my internal dialogue. I'm like, dude, you are being a total bitch. Is it, is it being a bitch? Like, cause the way I look at it, man, it's like, dude, that like those people, like the chat writes, the fucking David guy, like yeah. they have tapped into something that just like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, like it's, it's hard to even like a normal person to even grasp that. Like, I feel like they've they've tapped into something that like Well, it's like playing a musical instrument, dude. You have to you have to try to play a musical like for guitar, right? Like I took guitar lessons for yeah, a long yeah. time. I'm fucking terrible. And I'm pretty good at everything I do pretty quick. Yeah. So, I'm still terrible after many years of guitar lessons. And what that did for me was that allowed me to appreciate people who are really good at guitar. Yeah. So now I watch people who could play and I'm like, "Holy shit, man." Yeah. Like it's so like if you don't have that perspective, it's hard to understand how great something really is. And I think most people just don't appreciate that feat because they don't have never gone out and done something that even one marathon or one bike ride or one right. this, you know, we talked about this yesterday yeah. too. perspective is the, the greatest thing you can have in life experience, yeah. you know, like even small pieces of it, just to appreciate the challenges that people have overcome in life in general, mm -hmm. physical, mental whether it's a skill set mm -hmm. or a grind, like there's just something about having that taste of perspective so you can understand. And I think when you look at the world today, 
that's the middle ground of, of the table. It's mm-hmm. like having a taste of perspective is really the answer. Like you have to understand until you judge. Yeah. I don't know. I know this. I know I've, I've done some things in life and I've, I've done some hard things in life, but fuck, that's just a different level of fucking, it's just a different level. Here's what I can it's tell you. Commitment for yeah. sure. Yeah. He's got a very, very, very conditioned ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Hey man, you know, you know, what's cool about this show and, and this is something I was going to, you know, this show is not planned. So we're probably just going to go all over the place. Um, <clears throat> but uh, the doctor's TV show. Did you see that this morning? They did a hit piece on me. You told me about yeah, it. So they, yet. so they brought on some people to talk about 75 hard. Um, I wouldn't say, okay, it's not a total hit piece because they were, they brought in two people who did well. And then they brought in two people who were critical. I respect that. That's better than what we get most of the time. Okay. But what's funny to me about this program that people refuse to understand is that it's not a fucking diet. Okay. Like the guys kept saying, oh, this extreme. Well, hold on. We're looking at it on the screen right here. Notice the ad that runs right before a fucking fitness. Right before my <laughs> fucking <laughs> piece. It's for Beachbody's fucking 14 day boot camp shit. Okay. That they're paying to advertise. Now, I'm actually out here teaching people how to learn a skill of how to be more uh <clears throat> disciplined, how to how to develop confidence, how to become self-reliant, how to build grit, how to build fortitude, how to build the things they need to be successful in life. And these fucking idiots can't even like read my book and understand what this is about. Instead, they talk about this extreme diet and then they get blown up on the internet because there's literally hundreds of thousands of people who have done the program who understand that there isn't even a fucking meal plan diet included. (laughs) You eat according to your goals. You're encouraged to find someone to help you do a healthy diet during that time. Like, the, the, and it just shines a light on how ignorant people are willing to be and how much research they aren't willing to do and how critical they are of things that actually help people. Here we are in a pandemic where 80% of the people dying are obese. And I've dedicated my entire last two and a half, almost three years to helping hundreds of thousands of people get not obese. Okay, and then also, by the way, fix a whole bunch of other shit in their life. And these continued hit pieces, you guys are so dumb that you don't even you don't like the program, and all you're doing is pouring gasoline on my fucking fire. So I, what did I? What was my response when I saw it this morning? I love it. I was like, dude, this is great. Like, cause dude, it's totally free advertising. Mm-hmm. But it's just interesting to me how weak society has actually become to where. Drinking a gallon of water a day or training every day or training twice a day is somehow extreme. Bro, every winner I know, every motherfucking one follows almost all those rules regularly on a daily basis. All I'm doing is push starting people to start to develop these qualities. And by the way, the whole program for you guys that know is a year long program. They're like, oh, after 75 days. Everybody's going to fucking go back to, you know, the, no, you don't because there's actually more to do and it's on and off over the course of a year. And I can think of a lot of motherfucking things that are a lot more unhealthy than that, like injecting yourself with some shit that doesn't have any fucking studies done in it over the long term or uh, going to McDonald's once is more dangerous than doing this program with the amount of chemicals that are in our food. Like, dude, the hypocrisy of these fucking people these days is beyond me, dude. Like, are we really that soft as a society? Are we really gotten to the point 
where we are going to call things extreme when they're actually helping people? Are we going to call... Eating healthy is some sort of extreme shit. Drinking water is some sort of extreme shit. Like, what What the fuck is going on? And these are supposed to be doctors. Bro, What I'm asking you guys, what is going on? Well, I think when you look at the education on doctors, most doctors don't even have one semester of nutritional education. That's problem one. So when you have no education, it goes back to perspective. What is your real perspective? If you have no fundamental training in this, we have a plastic surgeon and OBGYN. Not only that, bro. Go look at the people who criticized it. These people are not in fucking, they're not healthy. They look like they've been living in a motherfucking cave for like years. And because you got some fucking letters behind your name, you're going to tell people what's extreme. Listen, I want to clarify this for everybody listening. Nothing that I'm about in any way at all, anything I say, anything I do, any company I build, any project I'm involved in, none of it is for the average motherfucker. Not one thing, not me and not anything I'm associated with. So if you're somebody who wants to do what's good for everybody, I'm probably not the guy. Like there's go to Weight Watchers, bro. Go to Jenny Craig. Those they will coddle you and make you feel good about your weaknesses. Well, I won't. But in truth, that's that is a nutritional program. Yes. That's yours is a mental you discipline. Could, you could put fucking Jenny Craig inside the program. That's the whole thing. And these you, people don't even know that. There's no nutri- there's no nutritional guidance inside the program. It's discipline to the accountability structure that happens every single day program. But dude, think about it from this. It just shows you exactly, listen, it shows you exactly what's wrong with our media. They like this is something that we know for sure, right? Like all of you listening, you all know exactly what 75 hard's about. Most of you, because you listen to the show. If you listen to the show longer than today, you know what it's about. Here we have the media reporting exactly how the media reports on everything. Okay, so so how much did they leave out about the program? How many of these pieces, the Good Morning America piece, this piece, these other pieces that these big media outlets have done on my program, how many of these people have misreported it? Heavily. All of them. Like defamation heavy. No, no. Dude, I got I got an email from a lawyer about that I should sue them for this. Yeah. Okay. And I'm not really a sewer. Like, say whatever the fuck you want, bro. You're just building the program for me. So I don't care. But like that, I'm not and I'm not into suing. Like, I think that's bad karma. It's just not what I do. Now, if I need to, I will, but I think this shit's funny. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so, but my point of saying this is think about all the other shit they're telling you. Think about the shit that you don't have all the fa- like, do we have we have we have intimate details of this program. You know why? Because I fucking wrote it. Okay. So we know for fact what it is. And these people are willing to go on TV over and over and over and over again and misrepresent what the program's about. We have influencers out there going out and misrepresenting what the program's about. That's the, that's the problem in America in itself. The problem in America in itself is that people have an agenda and they mold the facts to fit an agenda and then pipe it out like it's truth. And we know for a fact that none of this shit that they said on this is true. So let's consider that, okay, you guys who, who, who love me for my personal development and who hate my politics, let's consider the fact that that same exact thing is happening to you in all these other scenarios too where they're telling you only parts of the story. Okay, that's my point of the whole thing. Now we can talk about whatever you want. No, but I mean, I think yeah. that's, that there's your there's your your magnifying glass right into the problem that's going on in society, is they try to cause drama in a situation that really should have no drama, right? 
in a situation where you only know bits and pieces of it. And the only bits and pieces they're trying to share are the controversial pieces that they want to piss people off with. If, if, you, if you watch <laughs> well, the video, it's, it's hilarious because they they, uh, they bring on two people that went through 75 hard, had amazing transformations. Like, they, they did really well. They're trying to lead them into these negative they're, they're questions. They're baiting them, right? Yeah. They're like, oh, so it must have been really tough. How was it? Like, no. No, I, no, no. What they said was, now you had great results on this extreme diet program. Motherfucker. It's not a diet. Yeah. You can choose any diet program. Any, anyone. You could put fucking Weight Watchers in it. You can put Jenny Craig in it. You can get a custom program from whoever the fuck you think you need to get it from. It has nothing to do with that, really. The whole thing is you got to eat in accordance to what you need to change. And that's it. And there's no deviation from that. And that's not extreme. And I'm sick of this fucking pussified society that calls every single thing that is hard, every single thing that is, you know, <clears throat> beneficial as difficult. Like, dude, if these motherfuckers really cared about people's health, bro, we'd have fucking obesity passports. We'd have fucking fines for people that were so much overweight. We'd have fines for people who didn't work out and who and we would tax McDonald's at 200 percent. That's the truth. Those things that and I'm not saying we should do that. There's what, I, what I'm saying is if it was really about that, those are going to be the solutions when you have 80 percent mortality rate of people who are obese. OK, but so they closed down the gym and McDonald's drive through was still open, which yeah, is bro. a great reason why Jason's here. But before we move on to that. Um, if you are doing 75 hard and you're looking for a nutritional program, the first form app is a great way to get started. And I'd be happy to navigate that journey for you. And it is a great, you know, foundation. You know what's funny, stone. dude? I try, and I hope everybody appreciates that. I try hard as fuck not to be the guys who jam shit down people's throat. I'm, I don't even know that you've ever mentioned the app. No, I don't. I yeah. don't mention the app. I don't mention anything because here's the thing. I'm not here to sell. I'm here to help. That's right. Okay. And hopefully my, my thing is, is if I help you enough, you'll reciprocate. And understand that, first of all, my character and how I help should speak to the quality of the things that we, the other things I do. That's just what I hope. I believe people are smart enough to figure that out. I believe people are smart enough to support people they believe in. I don't need to jam it down people's throat. I hate that shit. I hate selling. And if people want to buy it, cool. If they don't want to buy it, great. But I do hope people appreciate that I'm not on here constantly like everybody else saying, oh, fuck, I'm the best. Buy my shit. Buy my shit. Look, dude, there's lots of shit you can buy. I appreciate the people that buy from me, but I'm not going to ever jam it down somebody's throat. But feel free. Yeah, I mean, I, was, <laughs> I mean, hey, I mean, yeah. Where he's not, I'm, I'm, ho I'm happy to help you too. <laughs> go to the first, go to the app store. No, but I, I think well, tell you know, him about it for real. We never talk about it. Yeah, it helps people. Well, and Jason and I are actually, you know, this is this is the commonality. And Jason, Jason Kleepa, for those who don't know, is is a icon in the CrossFit space. He's 2008 Games champ. He's an icon in the human space. Yeah, so. one of the best humans I've ever met in my entire life. One of the few fitness people that I greatly enjoy being around. And and he he said, hey, we want to get down there and you know do one of these cool fitness events. Signed up, did a hundred mile. He's just here to to do fitness together. And I had the opportunity to be on his collective today and and teach some of his people and the core commonality that brought us together. It's not about selling. We've always been, how the hell do we leave the world? How do we get the fitness space to be more collaborative mm -hmm. and better? Mm -hmm. And, you know, it goes back to, you know, our app, our, we're, we're measured by how well we help people, not how, how much we sell shit. The rest, the number, we, in fact, this is a conversation we had on the call today. It's not about the numbers of dollars. It's about the, what are you doing to make sure that you're providing the best value for that person to change their life? And if you do a great enough job, they will support you. That's just the nature of how the world works. In the fitness space, 
Unfortunately, there's too many people that will scout the dollar off the top and they don't give a fuck about what you do as far as results. For sure. And we talked about, you know, our our app or, you know, our brand in general is, hey, before you buy a dollar or spend a dollar or buy anything from us, let us help teach you the fundamental basics on how to track your food and how to eat and how to start progressing you in the right direction. I, I, you don't have to buy supplements to do that. You know, you have to invest that say, hey, we're going to meet you halfway. We'll give you all the education. We'll give you the blueprint. I'm going to give you all the one-on-one interaction. We're going to give you a coach and give you everything that we can possibly give you for free to meet us halfway. But all you have to do is give us the effort. And when you start talking about commitment to yourself, that's all, that's all I want. That's all we want. And I think the commonality with Jason is, Hey man, I, I just love fitness and I love helping people. And that fuels my tank that fuels our tank. And it's a purpose driven mission that we get to get behind and help people change their lives. I mean, I feel I have the best fucking job on planet earth. Every day I get to come in and help people change their lives. And it's not about how much protein powder they buy. It's about watching that before and after picture and then the story that goes with it. And I've, when I lay my head down at night, I'm like, dude, I have the luckiest fucking dude on earth. Well, we, I think we all are. Yeah. And dude, listen, I wouldn't trade with we, this is This is what I said Monday in our meeting. Like, dude, I could pick up the phone today. I, and, and like people don't realize this, but I could pick up the phone today. I have venture capital firms hitting me up fucking every day. I could pick up the phone today and exit this company for literally billions of dollars. Not fucking millions, not hundreds of millions, billions. And I'm not doing it. You know why? Because I fucking love that. And you I, identify as a billionaire. I'm already a billionaire. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I am. I'm yeah. fucking paper. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, that's the thing. But like, the thing is, is like, dude, like, I don't have any interest in that. Like, I love coming here and seeing people fucking change. I love coming here and seeing guys like this build careers around these things. I love seeing all these people build their careers. Like to me, that's what fucking business is about. Yeah. And like, it's ethical capitalism. You know what I'm saying? Like we talked, we talked about this one day when we were doing our walk, you know, we have these ultra rich people. I'm going to get off a totally different subject now, but dude, entrepreneurs need to do a better job at investing in their people and investing in their culture and investing in, um, their communities. You know what I'm saying? Like, what, what are you guys doing in your communities? What have you, we've, and look, this is my fault too. I just started talking about this recently in the last year and a half. I've been on the podcast game for a long time. And so I am guilty of this as well. So don't take this as like, Hey, you guys, not me. I'm saying us, we have literally legitimately lost track of part of our responsibility as humans, which is uh, as entrepreneurs, because we've gone out and we've, we've used the fertile soil of America to build careers for ourselves and build all these jobs and do all these things. And we, yes, Sal, we do a lot for charity and we do give a lot of money away. But like, I'm talking about more than that. Like, I'm starting to look around our city and see like what a fucking shithole it is and feel like, dude, we, we got to do something, you know, and talk to other like-minded business guys like the Sandstone guys, you know, who come down and work out in here that we love. Um, but like, dude, I would just like to see... Uh, a movement start amongst entrepreneurs of truly getting involved in community uh, from a grassroots level, guys. Like we're going to have to rebuild this country. If you hadn't noticed, this country is fucked. Okay. There's a lot of people who are socioeconomically fucked. And because, because that's so bad and they depend on the government so much, they can't break the cycle to improve anything. And the government's not willing to improve it. So who the fuck's going to fix it? Because I'm not willing to continue to sit here and watch our country rot away. I, I just hope that, that we can all start seeing part of our responsibility um, 
being serving our, our actual community, not just giving away money, not just donating money, but actually getting involved in projects that help rebuild infrastructure, schools, uh, education programs, things that are actually going to help these cities recover from this disgusting leadership that we've had for the last 20 plus years, you know, and I don't know, man, I got a lot of things on my fucking mind, but. Well, I want to revisit though, because you brought yeah. up a great point earlier about, you know, close, you know, here you're the extremist for having a healthy lifestyle program that creates mental discipline, but the government's willing to shut down gyms and close places of, of, of getting humans in better shape and progressing their livelihoods. And I thought Jason would be a great person to bring into the show because he's a huge Gavin Newsom fan. And he was actually at dinner with him at French Laundry and Jason owns 20. Oh, I thought that was you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 You, got, you got a picture of me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He owns 20 gyms in California. He also programs for a thousand gyms across the country. And so there's nobody who wore it in the, in the ass more than this man. And he had to battle it head on. For, so that's why he was able to ride a hundred miles. That's right. His asshole being he sore. didn't even flinch about his that's asshole. Right. He was conditioned. And I will tell yeah, you, he's Jason smart. has a callous asshole. He came, he came with two pairs of pants. He did. I swear. He had two pairs of pants. I'm like, man, this guy's got conditioning here. Yeah. <laughs> he's got experience. So what's it been like, bro? Well, I mean, so to clarify in, in California, the ones that we own and operate in the Bay area in particular, one, those are the ones that got hit the hardest. We have four. Yeah. So, those four, I mean, it's, it's been tough, you know, and, and, uh, I, this is like, you know, I live in California, right? I'm in the Bay area. It's the, the vibe is a lot different than Missouri. Yes. It's a lot different. Yeah. And I could share with you my perspective on that, but it's just from a, from a nuisance perspective, he just got, uh, he did not end up getting recalled. Right. Uh, and it wasn't even close to be honest. Mm -hmm. And I was really surprised. I thought it was gonna be closer. The hardest everybody thing, was surprised. Yeah. yeah. The hardest thing for me was. Um, you know, we had our gyms shut down in, in March and when you open up a business, right. And you sign a lease, you take on certain liabilities, certain like stress, You're like, Oh shit. You know, am I going to get enough members? Are we going to generate enough revenue? Are we going to do this? But you never think to yourself, like one of those risks that when you sign, like the government might come in and mandate me to shut down. That's never like even crosses your mind. And it's a scary time for any business owner who's going to especially renegotiate a lease because that precedent has been set. And so that's, that's kind of like the start. So in March, obviously we shut down, we abided by state and local mandates. And we decided at that time as a leadership team that we would abide by state and local, uh, guidelines. We, we, we chose not to place our personal biases on it. Um, right, wrong, or indifferent. That's the line we drew in the sand. And that's what we've stuck with for now, almost coming on two years. And it's been difficult, right? But the, the hardest thing for me was we shut down in March we reopen like five months later, outdoor only, not indoor. And then we get, Newsom comes online. He's like, hey, uh, you know, we're shutting everything back down again. You you can't be around other households and you need to wear a mask everywhere. And then that same night, that same night, he gets caught at the French Laundry. And I just remember just thinking to myself like, that that is not a good leader. That's, no. And I don't care your political perspective on it. Mm -hmm. Like that instance, that one and only, I lost all respect because- as a leader, you got to lead by example, and and he didn't, and it was blatantly obvious, you know. Not only that, his like little fake apology shit was cheesy, dude. Yeah, he laughed at the whole he thing. He was laughing. Yeah, and I, I mean that was really eye opening for Come me. Come on, guys, like, you know, I know it wasn't right, but yeah. you know, <laughs> like, it was just the weirdest thing ever, dude. Yeah, it's that was that was that was super difficult, and yeah. I mean it's been difficult being uh, in a county that's. Uh, 
you know, it, it's been difficult because like we still currently have mask mandates. So yeah. coming out here, it is a lot different for me. Yeah. Um, but that's the reality. That's where I live. And, and what's all that freedom feel like, bro? Being here. Yeah. Yeah. It's been, it's been different. It's been weird. Yeah. You know, Cause dude, <laughs> dude, people are conditioned to this shit. Now I was just down in Texas and, uh, the, the hostess who we see every time we go to Texas, um, she has a mask on. Right. And like, I like, dude, I haven't done, we haven't done the mask shit. Okay. So I was talking to her and like, I, the first two or three times we went to that hotel and we met her, I remember thinking like, man, I can't understand what she's saying. I can't even see her face. Oh, I remember yeah. thinking it. And then this time I didn't even notice it until like she like, and so I could, I caught myself getting used to it. Mm. And I'm like, holy shit, dude, this is what's going on. This is what's happened. Yeah. Like yeah. these people have gotten so well, used to this yeah. that they don't realize, they don't even remember what it was before. We're used to it, right? Yeah. They, like I'll give you a really good example. So my children, it was very fortunate because the school we went to, they were able to go back to school before anybody else because they're in private school. They had to wear a mask, but we at the time didn't care because we just wanted our kids in school. Yeah. That's really important to me. Yeah. But uh, the other day we were at a, a golf land and there was 10 kids there for a birthday party. And the option was you wear a mask or don't wear a mask, you're outdoors. And some of the children decided to keep it on. I think, I don't know where that stems from, um, but I wonder what that's going to lead to in the future. Yeah. And um, it's at least worth a conversation with parents about, you know, finding that line and that comfort zone for them. And, you know, I come from an interesting perspective on this because so my daughter had leukemia and she has an immunocompromised disease. Mm -hmm. So for the first year of COVID, like I was pretty anal for lack of oh, a better yeah. term. I got tested twice a week, every week for a year uh, from a local county fair, right? So yeah. like, so that was just my, and when someone came to me and said, hey, why are you wearing a mask or why are you getting tested? I'm like, dude, that's just where my comfort's at. Like, Not only that, bro, the, she's immunocompromised yeah, for yeah. real. He's protecting yeah. his daughter. Yes. I remember when I talked to you the first time, you're like, my whole goal is to protect Ava. I don't give a shit about what everybody else thinks. Yeah. Yeah. And and, and, and that's my, that was my opinion, right? Yeah. I, don't, I don't give a shit. You do you, I'm going to do me. That's right. right. <laughs> and and uh, no but, one's ever said extra precaution shouldn't be taken for that. Yeah. That's right. And, and so, but then it's interesting because I went out and, uh, you know, look, I'm, I'm cool to say like I got vaccinated, right? Yeah. Nope. Yeah. And, and oh, bro, my, you got to leave now. Yeah. yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> yep. Show's over. Yeah. 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 We can't be friends anymore. Right? <laughs> we, we talked about this in the bike ride. We yeah. have a funny skit and be like, hi, I'm Sal. I'm unvaccinated. Hi, I'm Jason. I'm vaccinated. Yeah. We actually hang out. <laughs> <laughs> and it's okay. And it's yeah. okay. Um, but then I ended up, you know, I, it kind of, it gave me this idea that you can kind of go out, go do whatever. And I ended up getting COVID. Yeah. Uh, and so then my whole family ended up getting it anyways. This, yeah. is, this is like a month or two ago. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I, uh, it, the, be clear, your daughter's fine. Yeah. My daughter's fine. And, and her, her she got her, it too. She got it. Yeah. My son got it, but they, they all got vaccinated. Then they all got COVID after they got vaccinated. Well, I, I, yeah, I, the kids, they're not old enough yet. And at this yeah. point, right. It's really an interesting conversation we're going to have to have as a family, right? My son's 10, my, or my, my son's seven, my daughter's 10. They've already had COVID. So you know, it makes it a little bit complicated when you're trying to have uh, the vaccine because they just had natural immunity from, from COVID. Right. So, you know, but California is definitely a different type of place than what I'm experiencing here in Missouri. It's more like China. Uh, it's just, <laughs> you know. can, can I, can I paint a picture here though? For those, he's not China in Florida. Yeah. He, yeah. 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 Be a great show. We're watching it on the news. Um, Jason lives in Silicon Valley where, well, that's where Hani lives too. Yeah. I neighbors. talk to Hani every day. Yeah. So yeah. like they're in the hot spot of weirdness of all the change and all the narrative. And, and so it like yeah. Jason and I have always, we've remained open contact the whole time. Cause he's like, what's it like out there? And I'm like, we're riding around on 
cow, you know, on yeah. fucking horses tipping cows like we always have been, you know? And he's like, really? You guys are, the restaurants are open? I'm like, yeah, we're going to get a steak tonight, bro. Yeah, right. I remember yeah. we brought one of his key guys down MDV and we took him to the steakhouse. First time he'd been to dinner in a year. Drink. I wasn't drinking. I said, I'll drink a beer with you for that. Like, if you want to have it, I'll have one with you, bro. You know, so continue. No, it's just been a good life lesson, though, about how media can impact the way you feel. And um, and then just like but also like trying to handle things with as much like grace and as much like like just kind of especially in the gyms. Right. We got we got kicked over and over and over again. But we still decided as a business, we were going to draw a line in the sand and say we're going to abide by state and low count uh, state and low guidelines. And we're still sticking with it. Um, there might be a time where we decide to go a different direction if something gets a little too extreme. Yeah. But at this point, that's where we're at. But it's been a it's been a difficult ride owning gyms, brick and mortar. In particular, I think you're going to see some some lawsuits and some discrepancies come out in the future because we're in a very restricted state. But federal aid came in through the PPP program, mm-hmm. and I'm curious what will happen to make whole the landlords and the tenants who are mandated to be closed for a long period of time. Mm-hmm. You know, we have a location in Mountain View that was closed for 15 months. You know, rent on that is thirty grand a month. So, so what happens in that particular situation? Um, so, I think we're, I think we're not even seeing even a, a a glimpse of what could occur in the future in regards to how that's going to be litigated. Totally agree. Yeah. Could you imagine that a gym? I know. I mean, dude, and how many businesses go up and down? I'm thinking about we think about rent Sal, here. Sal, I I think about it every time I drive up and down the road, man. Like I've never I've never forgotten how hard business is. Like like people think I forgot. Like or like I've heard I heard somebody say, oh. Andy doesn't really do anything anymore. He's got a team. How the fuck do you think I got a team, motherfucker? Right. You think I just shit that shit out? I'm very involved, literally, with everything. I talk to you every fucking day, multiple times a day about fucking everything. Like, dude, I don't, there's no, I'm not under any uh, illusions about how business is easy. Like, it's hard as fuck. And when I drive up and down the streets of these cities that I've been going to, I've been traveling again, and I see this, like, close business, close business, close business. And it doesn't matter if it's in Utah or if it's in Arizona or if it's in Texas or any of these places I've been to close business, close business. Like, dude, there is going to be a major snapback major. And it's like, it's sad, man. It is. But I mean, think about at scale, right? So I'm assuming you're in litigate. I don't know what you can talk about. Or well, talk about I, when, when it comes to, I, I don't want to litigate. I don't want to go to, I don't want to do any of that stuff. Yeah, like you said, nobody wants I, to, I want to try and just have an amicable conversation with the landlord. Yeah. It just, you know, at some point everybody's gonna have to take a haircut because yeah. I do feel for them too. Yeah. Right. Like, and we just need to have a good discussion about yep. it. Cause this is unprecedented waters we're, right. we're dealing with. Um, I just, people need to be, you know, kind of, work together. And so far we'll have some landlords who probably want to work together and some of them maybe don't. And we got to figure that part out. Yeah, man. You know, it's weird. The times are weird right now, right? Like I think about that. Here's how I kind of think about it. Like I think about it after the civil war, after the civil war, after the civil war was over, the fighting's done, you know, there had to have been some grace given, right? Like amongst each other, different opposing sides. And like, Like at some point, dude, people are going to have to say, Hey, I forgive you. Okay. But let's work together from, from here on out. And that's for both sides. You know, we're going to have to let bygones be bygones at some point in a, in a collaborative effort to move the country forward. Yeah, bro. I haven't even thought about that. Yeah. It's a huge deal. We've been through worse. People don't realize that. Like they forget that. Like there's civil war was legitimately, they said brother against brother. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? At some point, like these are your neighbors. These are people that you know from down the street. It's very uh, similar. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. Like that hate you and have fought against you and probably killed some people you know and you've probably killed some people they know. 
So we've been through worse and we've been able to get through it. Uh, I just hope that that people can get to that point before it gets to a too extreme point. You know what I'm saying? We, and, and the extremists on both sides aren't helping the situation. You know what I'm saying? Like we have these left extremists and then we have the right extremists, you know, and unfortunately everybody thinks that anybody that has an opinion that, that doesn't go along with the mainstream narrative is a right wing extremist, terrorist, ist, mm-hmm. all kinds of shit. Um, but the truth is, man, I think, you know, 90% of America wants the same shit. We want our country back. We want to move forward. We want to work together. We want to improve. We don't want to deal with the crazies on either side. And, you know, we got to get there somehow. You know what I'm saying? Like, what what is that going to take? I don't know what it's going to take. Yeah. I mean, coming, you know, coming from my background, like when you have a long format conversation like this, or yeah. when you actually sit down and have a beer together or whatever, yeah. you're more similar than you are not. For sure. Right? You could be vaccinated. I could not be vaccinated. Yeah. Whatever, right? But I think the, the media and you know, even like the clickbait, like of your 75 hard, um, this, yeah. it was all clickbait, right? Yeah. Is 75 hard going to whatever? Yeah, yeah. It's because it, it doesn't sell to say 75 hard is a good program and it for works. most people most of the time or whatever, yeah. right? It doesn't, yeah. it doesn't, um, it doesn't, it doesn't sell. And I think that's the challenge of the media right now. And I don't know if people have caught up yet is that it's all about how many clicks and, and, and engagement. And it's not sexy to put up something that's like non-controversial, the more controversial, yeah. the more engagement. Yeah. So all of a sudden the people who feed into this, you know, then they, they start, their views start to get further and further apart because they're seeing it on the media. But if you actually talk to people, not as far apart as you think, you know, yeah. like. Well, I, th- I think that's the thing too, man. I said this a couple of shows ago, you know, first, for, first of all, to that point, you know, eyeballs on these TVs, those are dollar signs, right? Yep. And, and so somebody's making money off of you watching that. Somebody's making money off that headline. I said this a couple of shows ago, man. I, I think of post 9-11 where it's like what what all brought unity to the U.S. was we had a common enemy. We had a face to that enemy. Right. And and so I think that's what's going to bring us together to get back to that point is once we realize who's been shaking the fucking jar of ants. Right. Like who, who's been who's been putting this divisive stuff out. Who's you know, and you got people that are like the 75 hard thing. People are writing that who they haven't even done their fucking research. Right. And so it's like this is just divisive stuff. And I think I think and I think people are realizing that. Right. Like enough people are realizing. Well, I know this. I mean, I could just speak to my own experience with this. Every time they do that, fucking it gives a huge insurgence of people doing the program. Yeah. So like I, you know, and, you know, I think the reason they like to come at me is for the reason that you said, like it produces clicks (laughs) because I have a massive engaged following. But they don't so realize it's that it smart from that well, asshole. No, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know what? That and hey, thank you. Yeah. It's awesome because you're shining a light on someone that's actually changing people and people are smart to figure that out. And DJ, I can't help it. You were six or seven post 9-11. Uh, I would have been six, yeah. In diapers or out of diapers? Uh, pull-ups. <laughs> pull-ups. <laughs> but dude, he's right though. No, I get yeah. it. No, no, no. I, I mean, get it. Bro, there was no... There Come was on, no, man. I got to take my shot with him. Yeah, I mean, but there was, no, there was no uh, racism after 9-11. No. There was no, no uh, misogyny complaints. There was no white supremacy. Like there was none of this shit. Like no, it was no. just Americans, dude. Like say, hey, fuck. We're coming together, dude. We're going to fix this shit. We'll fight about this other shit later. Antron Brown was just here, who's NHRA, three-time world world champion, greatest guy, you know, black guy. And if you don't follow him, he's one of the best best humans that's come through this building over the last, no doubt. you know I mean, since we've been in yeah. existence. And he was telling me a little story about his racial experience in Indianapolis. He took his wife on a date. 
and he's an interracial couple. And, uh, he was like, man, it was uh, TLC and Bone Thugs of Harmony, you know, and, and I was out there looking at the, you know, and he's funnier than hell. And he's like, I was looking at the crowd, look like a box of Crayolas, man. They're all singing together, <laughs> dancing together. And I'm like, in my head, I'm thinking, because that's America. That is America. That's, ni- that's the 90% that we're talking about. Like, that's how, dude, you're talking about, dude, America. I can sing six, most Bone America's, Thugs and Harmony songs, you that's know. That's it, dude. America's and DJ can sing the TLC ones. That's 64 pack of crayons. That we all wanted. See, like, we didn't get it. We yeah. never had that. I don't know if you remember that. We I didn't have it. it. We good. didn't have it. Yeah. The other kids had it. We had the we had the rectangle one. It was yep. like the 36 pack. That's right. It's still cool. Like work. But I'm just saying the 64 pack of crayons. That's what America is, dude. It's yeah. just always gonna be. You know, and the fact that when we pointed each other and say, hey, I don't fucking like that because you're a different, you're a different shade than me. That's the most basic, stupid conversation that could ever be had. Like, are we really or buy into? Yeah, are we really that primitive of people? Like, to where we look at people's pigmentation and think different? I mean, I, I would say no, we, we but want you want to? Like, they, uh, they they want that. You know what I'm saying? You have Crayola I'm pulling this up on the screen for you. Crayola comes out with this shit. You know what I'm saying? So they're making these crayon boxes now that are. For shades of color, like like they want that they like, and that's that's what I'm saying. That was my point earlier, man. Well, d- yeah, but here, let me ask you this: like, I, this is an honest question. Do you think that companies that that over pander to these issues are? I mean, I believe they think they're doing the, a, a, a good thing. thing. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because I don't think the people at Crayola are bad for doing that. I believe that's their attempt to do what they believe is right without understanding that the more that we identify these differences amongst each other and these micro labels of all these different things, the less unity we will have. Yeah. So like, I, I seriously doubt that they've even thought that through. You know, I saw a, uh, this is how dumb some of these companies are. I, I saw a, uh, who was it? The free ones. Oh, Domino's. I saw a Domino's commercial last night. All right. And, and, and like, dude, you know, People are dumb and inexperienced at every level, right? They have this big commercial that comes on. Domino's is giving away $50 million of freebies. Have you guys seen it? Yeah, I've seen okay. it. Okay, yeah. $50 million of freebies. And I'm watching it and I'm like, why, why are you advertising that? Why don't you just take that $50 million and add a plus one on their delivery and say, hey, we thought about you. We gave you some free breadsticks or we gave you some free this. That customer then, that value add to that customer is much higher than you running a motherfucking national program talking about how good you are. Like, it doesn't, like, you're missing the point, guys. Like, if you want to hire me as a consultant, I'll come fix your motherfucking <laughs> shit. I'm being serious. Like, I could run that company better than you guys fucking run it with a five-minute fucking phone call, okay? But, like, that's what I'm trying to show you. Like, these people, even at the highest levels, is not like they're sophisticated entrepreneurs. That's a, the person who came up with that idea is, is, is a young college graduated person who thinks they know because they got a marketing degree, right? They don't have the real world experience to understand what is actually happening on the ground level. And so like companies have to be more aware of what message they are sending by trying to go along with what's popular. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't think it's a good thing to identify people by race and different race. I don't think it's a it's good fucking thing. racist. I don't think it's a good thing to to identify people uh, by their sexual orientations. I don't think it's a good thing to do that. Those things. I think that we should all unify under one flag and accept each other's differences and work together to make that one flag fucking great. And like, so when I see things like this, like at first I think like you and I'm like, dude, fuck them. I'm not supporting them. But then the second thing I think is like, well, do they really know or are they just making 
a poor decision based off what the social narrative is. And I believe in more cases than not, it's that. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I could be wrong. Yeah. And, but I know that pack of crayons costs more than the other 12 pack of crayons. Well, and that doesn't make sense to me either. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So it's like, it, I don't know, man. I, I, I just think, I think it's stupid. And the longer that we continue to harp on this stuff and make it seem like it's this big deal, like just, just yesterday, dude, here in St. Louis, um, it was Parkway South. I want to say high school. Somebody wrote some graffiti in one of the I bathrooms, saw that. right? And you know what? That's bullshit. Well, it is, right? Yeah. But but hear me out on this part, right? So the students, they did a walkout today. They're protest, protesting. You know, they're doing the, you know, no justice, no peace chants and all of this shit, right? And so in my head, I'm a St. Louis guy. Like, I pay attention to this shit, right? And so dude, there, there's been a few of these situations. And when I say a few, maybe like, you know, six of these situations at different schools. Lindbergh had, had a situation, right? Tell them what they did. But every single time, once they find the culprits, bro, guess who they are? They're fucking, they're, they're black kids doing it. That's what happened in Kirkwood over here. Same thing happened in Kirkwood. I know, it's it happened in, in Lindbergh what, every what, single time. What happened though? Because I'm on their way. They wrote, they they wrote, wrote the N-word on, yeah, the, they on, wrote the, the, N-word on, on the bathroom wall. wall. Okay. You know what I'm saying? But every single time that happens, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's like, well, it's like that they did that. Like, look, dude, I don't know if it's every single time or not. We don't know that. But it has been a few times where it's been, it's been, it's been planted to create a response. To create a response, absolutely. You know, and and that's unfortunate. You and, know what and, I mean? and it's just, to me, it's like, dude, I'm I'm just tired of hearing it. Man, well, if anything's tr- been shown to us, none of these people who are with this this social agenda are above uh, planting things or telling lies to get people to go along with it. I mean, right. we've learned that for a year and a half. Right. Like, right. <clears throat> what I do like to see though, and I never thought I would say this, is that, and this is great, the pure Black Lives Matter people. Like the people who hear Black Lives Matter don't really understand where the money goes, but they say, hey, Black Lives Matter. Those people are rising up against these vaccine mandates. I yeah. fucking love it. Yeah. Because, dude, 60% now, it was 70%. I believe it's still 70%, but what they're reporting is 60% of the black population is still unvaccinated across the country. So the Black Lives Matter uh not not the liberal white Black Lives Matters. <laughs> I'm talking about the actual black people, black people who yeah. are with the idea that black lives fucking matter, which we all agree with, okay? Those people are raising hell in New York right now, man, and they should. I love to well, see here, it. Here's the question. Like, all right, so let's conservatives. Here's a great opportunity, right? To unite with them. Let's go up there and protest with it. I'm not for fucking vaccine mandates, right? I'm not for these vaccine passports. Nope, but what's, what's, cool, behind it? what's cool is, bro, I agree with you on that. No. What's cool is those people... They are not the the white liberal fucking uh, social clout chasing black. These are just black no, people, black people yeah. who actually care about other black people. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, it's a great thing to see For because sure. it is discriminatory. It is. And and dude, the, the fact that these white liberals with their agenda are now getting blown up by the same people they tried to coattail in on is it's a beautiful well, thing. And, and, but but here's the problem, all right? We go back to who's creating the, the issues, right? And so we have the, the border crisis going down in, in Texas right now, right? This top picture here is what was put out. They got, you know, they're, they're saying, oh, the, 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 you know, first came out of state patrol. They're, they're whipping. I mean, hold on. Let's stop here. We're looking at this picture of uh, the horse, the horse, the, the uh, mounted border, border patrol, patrol, okay? And where he's grabbing the Haitian refugee, which that guy shouldn't fucking be here anyway. And dude, look at that picture though. Like, look at it. 
Like it looks really Dude, I bad. I saw it. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm just saying. <laughs> like, look at the dude's face. Yeah. Okay, and look yeah. at the guy's face. Oh, I yeah. mean, bro, this is a gift yeah. to people that want to push this out, which yeah. is why they did it. Released at the same time that they're, they're That's protesting right. the note. Then York. you have yeah. Maxine Waters doing a press conference saying they were whipping this dude. Yeah. They didn't whip this dude. <laughs> well, because this dude, dude was running. And the guy fucking grabbed him. <laughs> and that's the rain that you see. And like, dude, this is this is all evidence of what we just talked about, about them telling half the story yeah. or the story that they want, that it's going to push their agenda. Mm -hmm. There were 17, 18 Democrats that came out yesterday to hold a press conference to talk, or maybe it was the day before, to talk about the this border patrol agent whipping this Haitian refugee, which didn't even fucking happen. And you know what? That... And by the way, they suspended all those guys. Yeah. Okay. Yep. But they but but they didn't do shit about their own fucking people droning a fucking 10 family car of people that weren't even fucking threats. Yep. Dude, I mean, and like I had the my initial response to this when I saw I'm like, oh fuck. <laughs> all right. This is bad. This is pretty yeah, bad. Bro, that, <laughs> you know what I'm hey, saying? That's what I'm saying though. Look at the picture, bro. Pretty bad. It looks bad. <laughs> you yeah. know, but but here's the thing though, like when you talk about, you know, having emotional growth, right? I, because I've, you know, learned from other people, remove your emotions. Let's get the full story. There's, I, there has, I'm sure there has to be more context. Yeah. And guess what? If it's not more context, that guy's a piece of shit. Let's do it. You well, know for, what I'm saying? Dude, on top of this, dude, look, we got to be able to say, hey, certain people are not supposed to be here, regardless sure. of the color of their skin. For sure. Like, you, this, this bleeding heart shit where we just let everybody come here and do, those people have different cultures. They mm -hmm. have different beliefs. If they want to come here through due process like Madat had to do, great. I'm happy to fucking have them. Yeah. I think most Americans contribute agree with Because they contribute more than most Americans Correct. Either. They do. Cool. It, dude, uh, immigrants that come here through the system are actually more financially successful yeah. in naturalizing immigration. They provide more tax revenue. They create more jobs. They are more successful Americans than people who are born here because they have the perspective of what it's like somewhere else and they appreciate what we have here. This case, that is not the case. This is a person who should not be here. These are people who came here under the false idea that, well, it's not a false idea, actually, under the idea that the government's just going to let them come here and fucking pay them to be here. And Well, now they, they lost track of 5,000 of them. They're now somewhere in the country. That dude. They have no idea where they're Dude, at. and this is going to affect us for 30 years. Mm -hmm. for Forever. How many how many terrorist attacks are going to come from this? Yeah. Well, I mean, not only that. So, like, you know, you have that story with the immigration stuff, but we're, we're also, they're not, they're not talking about how the Border Patrol and the National Guard uh, soldiers who are down there protecting the border right now are getting targeted with uh, water guns filled with hot sauce, right? Like, that's not making the news. No. And I and know they, for a fact that's a verifiable thing, right? Like, it's happening. They're making jalapeno water super soakers. Yeah. Well, I have a question for you. So, yeah. like, you know, you and I were talking briefly before we came in here, and I look at, like, the overall landscape. Yeah, it's it's pretty it's pretty challenging right sure. now, right? You got from, obviously, the pull out of Afghanistan. Mm -hmm. You got the border. You got, I mean, there's a variety of different things from the fiscal side of things. I it's mean, a you shit look, show. It, it is. <laughs> it, it, it's, it's, I mean, you got, obviously you got the COVID thing, the yeah. thing, the, the border. I mean, it's a lot, right? And I do think that people are, are smarting up a little bit to those type of images a little bit yeah. where maybe a couple of years ago, they would look at it and create a quick reaction. I do think that people are starting to understand that there is a little bit more to it, or at least I hope they do that there's two sides and that maybe they should learn more information before creating a conversation online about it. But I'm curious about for you, like you said, Hey, I want to, I'm going to go ahead and start doing a tour. Yeah. Right. So you say, you know, 
entrepreneurship start helping inside their 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 mm-hmm. communities, which I agree with. And yeah. I think there's a variety of ways you can do that. But I'm curious, like for you, when you look at the landscape politically, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's 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 not good Mm-mm. across the board. Mm-hmm. And on right and left, you have a lot of people that just aren't doing a very good job. No. Um, what's the solution in your opinion? And by touring, what type of awareness are you trying to build? Like, I'm, I'm just, well, I mean, look, dude, I've been blessed with a certain set of skills that have to do with my knowledge about taking personal responsibility and building things and, 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 uh, you know, aligning with, uh, <clears throat> capitalist values. Okay. And those values, the entrepreneurship values, uh, matter a whole lot and they create most of the jobs, all the jobs, uh, they create all the tax revenue. They create all of the uh, fulfillment or lack thereof for a lot of people, right? So, or not a lot, not all, but a big part, right? A big part of your job is what you do for a living and how much you enjoy it and how much you contribute and how much all these things. And so like when I talk about these things in the entrepreneur sense, it's not really far off from, you know, it's only a 10 degree shift to really make it political because uh, those same values apply to creating a, a healthy household or a healthy community or, uh, you know, success in, a, a, let's say, a school board or any of these things. Those values are very similar. So really, it's no different than what I talk about now. Uh, it's just bringing awareness like, hey, guys, what I hope to accomplish is I want to bring in a lot of my entrepreneur friends who are also people who believe in the goodness of America who want to come out and explain to people why it's important to get involved, why it's important to get involved in their communities, why it's important for these small business owners, you know, that we're talking to, uh, or, or, or people who work for other businesses to get involved in what's going on. Because really my main goal in this, Jason, is to get, it's not to push a political agenda. It's to push the idea that all of us have a responsibility and a duty to care about the freedom of this country, even if it's just a little bitty way, even if it's going to uh, a school board meeting once in a while, even if it's keeping an eye on what's being taught to your kids. We all have little mountains and little battles that we need to fight in our own lives. And right now we're not doing that because we've taken our eye off the ball as a whole, like as a whole culture of entrepreneur to go out and make money and, and, and make more money and make more money and make more money. Well, guys, with that success and with that growth, comes responsibility to your community. And my hope with doing this, um, you know, I have to, I I happen to be a pretty gifted speaker in terms of getting people to fucking take action. Uh, So I want to go out. I want to shake hands. I want to meet people. I want to get them fucking fired up about getting involved and however they get involved, whether it be uh, they, they resonate more with a Democrat policy or a Republican policy or a middle of the road policy. I don't care because what's really happening here is that apathy is destroying our country. We've allowed ourselves to become apathetic and we've let the left far 5% who are fucking insane and the right far 5% who are equally insane and insane fuck everything up for the rest of us. So like, dude, the only way to really get that back on track is for all of us to say like, hey man, this is messed up. So let's all do what we can to make it better. And you know what? If you disagree with me, let's have a conversation. Let's debate. Let's let's come to a solution together. Let's not, you know, like, dude, the greatest Americans that ever lived, these were not like super polarizing people. They were people who brought people together, which is why they were always killed. JFK was killed. MLK was killed. Abraham Lincoln was killed. The reason these people are killed is because nobody wants unity at the top. 
because they all get paid by our division and our infighting and our hate for each other. They shove this shit down our throats. And then while we're busy calling each other all these names, they take from our pockets and put in their pockets. And that's wrong. And I, I just feel like to me, I feel the country's been good to me. Okay. So I feel an obligation to go out and at least contribute something to it. And this was the best way for me to utilize what I think my skill set is to contribute to that. And that's really it. So that was a great answer. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, dude, look, I, I fuck, I might go and there might be five people, and that's okay. Cause you know what? I'll take the time to talk to all five people and we'll and, and those five people will go out and do something. And that's all that's all I'm trying to do, man. And I've got a bunch of patriotic friends who are not who are very uh reasonable people like you, okay? That or Jocko or Goggins or fucking all these other guys that will come out and, and donate a day of talking about their success story and what it meant to them and how they overcame and why it's important to, to do those things, you know, because dude, at the end of the day, bro, we need leaders, right? And leaders only lead one way by example. And we have a lot of laziness going on in this country. We have a lot of lack of personal responsibility. We have a lot of, you know, blame and finger pointing when in reality, we all know who the fucking whose fault this shit is. It's our fault. It's my fault. It's, it's other men's fault and women's fault that are my age that have taken for, for this country for granted for the last 20 years and haven't really given back in terms of a voice or, a, a, you know, some sort of service. Does, does that make sense? Yeah, no, I, I think yeah. what you're saying is resonating a lot. Yeah. It wasn't what I thought you were, I mean, yeah. you're much more, I mean, you're very, you seem much more open-minded. I mean, I love the conversation you're trying to take with these entrepreneurs who've been yeah. successful in their, in their careers. Yeah as leaders, yeah. you're saying, Hey, you know, open your eyes to what's going on over here yeah. and let's use some of your incredible talents because you probably have some type of talent. I mean, everybody does, yes. right? But these entrepreneurs probably have incredible talents, identify different ways in your communities. And then eventually it'll create a snowball effect into something bigger and bigger and bigger. Yeah, bro. And the other thing is like these people, there's so many people listening right now and they're like, they think they don't matter. They think they don't have a following. They think they don't have a, uh, um, the power to do anything. But what they have to realize is one, uh, and, and, we, and then we have a multi-billion dollar, hundred billion dollar program feeding us that same message that we don't matter. Our voices don't matter. Our actions don't matter. So we just got to do whatever they say. And that's just not the case. There's a thousand of them and there's 329 fucking million of us or 330 or whatever. Okay. So do the math. We don't have to do shit. They say that's the truth. Okay. Now, do I think we should pay taxes? Yes, I do think we should pay taxes because it's for everybody's good. Do I think it should be over 50% or 60% like it is in California all in? No, it fucking shouldn't. That's theft. Okay. We have to come to some reasonable accepted, you know, because like on the other side, like people like, like libertarians are like no tax. Well, Hey motherfucker, how are we going to get anything done? Right. Like we need some responsible ethical leaders that, and, and some compromise on everybody's ideals, you know, it's social media has created this echo chamber for everybody where nobody's willing to compromise on anything. Well, listen, if you're not willing, now I know I'm the guy who wears a shirt that says zero compromise. <laughs> That's a different thing. I'm talking about my own personal Internal, standards yeah. for myself. I do not compromise those standards for fucking anybody. Okay. And I never will. You shouldn't either. But when it comes to living with other humans and it comes to working with other humans and it comes to finding solutions that work. We have to have some sort of compromise that is realistic 
and real and also uh, fiscally works, right? Like it has to work. And what we have right now clearly doesn't work. Look at our debt. Look at the amount of tax we pay. Look how shitty everything is. <laughs> it's terrible. Do you think eventually there'll be a, a new party that that comes to come? I, I, I'm really curious. Yeah. Have, obviously, the two you major- see that hat over there? Yeah. I'm on it, bro. I'm on it. All right. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> look, dude, there needs to be a, a, a middle, everybody's just saying that will never work. That'll just fuck this. No, it won't. We need a, we need a party for reasonable Americans. We need a pro freedom party with, with some, with some people who understand the importance of freedom, which most Americans do. Mm-hmm. All right. We need people. We need a party that where everybody can feel like they fit in, where Democrats feel like they can fit in, where Republicans feel like they can fit in. And moderates can feel like they can fit in. And we might not all get exactly what we want, but let me ask you something. Do you always get exactly what you want? Not really. We don't really ever get exactly what we want. If we get 90% of what we want or 80% of what we want, I think that's a win. You know what I mean? So if we could get 80 to 90% of America to all agree, like, hey, if we can come to a good a good place here, are you with it? You know what I'm saying? Like people will be with it. Dude, because like, I I don't think people identify with people don't identify anymore with this Republican shit or this Democrat shit. Like, it's all bullshit. You know, these guys are up there making all these laws, fleecing the public, taking the tax dollars, getting kickbacks. Like, dude, if the average human really knew how these motherfuckers came in and then walk out, they come in a normal human and walk out 30 years later worth a billion dollars or $400 million like Nancy Pelosi, if they really knew how they fucking did that, there would be a revolt in the streets right now, but people think that shit's okay. They think it's, it's, it's protocol. This is what they did, bro. They're selling you. They're selling your rights. They're selling your opinion. They're selling your kids' rights and they're doing so for their own personal gain. And dude, to me, that's fucking disgusting because how I feel about it is the country's been good to me. This country's been fucking great to me. Why would I not want to put some investment back and say, thank you for that. And that's, these people don't have that. You know what I mean? And we need leaders up there, regardless of their social beliefs, that are that have that quality, that the common good, the what's good for the common person mentality. You know, like, okay, I, you know, I may not like this policy or that policy, but dude, if it works, it works. You know, and we don't have any kind of selfless leadership. It's all very selfish, and not only is it selfish, they are now coordinating together across party aisles to get paid to protect each other. Yeah. Like, dude, we have a tyrannical government and it's the fucking truth. And they do not represent our interests. And like, it is what it is. And no matter who you vote for or what you think or whatever it is you identify with in terms of your political ideology, you have to be able to separate yourself from emotion and look and say, those motherfuckers do not give a fuck about us. That's the truth. So that's where I stand on shit. You know what I mean? And the whole tour is like, dude, maybe it's a fucking total flop. Maybe nobody comes. I don't know. But like, you know what? Worst things have happened to me. Like I've gone to many first form events where I talk to one person. I'm okay with that. I've gone to many. I've, 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 bro. When I started business, I walked around Springfield, Missouri, and my fucking heel toe in it, going in door to door. Like I'm willing to do that. I don't have a problem with it. And I know that's how real change is is made. Real change is not made a hundred persons at a time, or two hundred persons at a time, or a thousand persons. It's made one person at a time. That's it. Whether you're running a business, you're starting political movement uh, or whatever it is, your sports team, you're starting, whatever it is you're starting new, it's one person at a time. It just is. We looked at it. We Googled it last night because we've had a similar conversation 
You see the similarity here? We had a similar conversation last night. You guys brothers or something? Yeah. Bro, we I, think identical. Like, it's fucking weird. It, so, in Andrew's reference, he made a post. We, we had a, in fact, we should go to the fallout with the blues. We should go down that aisle. But Andrew was talking about, oh, did you see my story? And I was out at the farm and I didn't, I don't have cell service there. I'm like, no, I didn't see it. We started talking. He's like, oh, I posted a picture of vaccine, non-vaccine. No, no, no. You said, you go, dude, this is no, we're, we're, we're like, we're like, you know, we're having a rage moment. We're like, fuck these guys. We're talking about the blues because the blues have been our family. For yeah, I can give a good story. 30 years, dude. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know that I have a younger memory than going to the blues game. So anyway, they, they said you have to be vaccinated to come to the games or show proof of negative test, which I'm going to fucking do it. And I don't think it's right. It's discriminatory. And, and there's a whole bunch of sh- other shit that I think, too. It's going down a very dark road. So anyway, we pulled all of our money from them. We, we canceled our tickets. Uh, I made a post. I got, you know, and I don't like doing that, dude. Uh, I'm not into cancel culture. And I'm not encouraging other people to cancel anybody. And that's what makes it different. I'm just saying that's what I'm doing. I am not supporting that. So anyway, I, Sal and I were like, what the fuck on the phone? You know, like one of those conversations, like, what the fuck are these guys thinking? And, and he goes, he goes, dude, it's no different than a fucking water fountains and the fucking civil rights movement, bro, where you have unvaccinated and vaccinated. And I said, dude, pick up your phone, look at my story. And, and he li- I literally posted the exact same picture that he was referring to on my story without talking to him earlier. And he already had it pin- pulled up on his computer. And I was the exact here. same photo. I wasn't here. He was sitting yeah. at my desk. Yeah. You know, it was just kind of odd, but I, I had, you know, I had an hour long, hour and 15 minute long conversation with the leadership of blues going down. By this, the way, these are dudes we like. Love the guy. Yeah. I, and I, I'm not even going to say his name because I don't want him catching any shit yeah. for it. And, you know, he's in a tough spot and we talked through it. And I told him, give him my personal experience, my business experience. I just told him, man, we're men of character. Like we're going to, we drew a line in the sand and we said, hey, listen, we're going to support the causes that we feel we believe in. And the only way to really fundamentally make that change happen is money. Yeah. And I'm not, we're not bowing on that, bro. And it's not a, because I, I actually, what I, this hurts because, you know, as two little fat kids that grew up on a, on a street, a gravel road that we grew up with blues hockey and we have a local business like, and it is a fucking dream to have our company on that board, like a dream. And I told him, and you took that from me. And I sit here and you say, and, and it's like, and, and I have, you know, I kind of got him in a corner and I said, not only are all the tests that are going to come in, they're going to be bunked. They're going to be signed by, you know, a cousin's brother. And I said, but sports need to be sports. Like let them be fucking sports. You don't need an opinion. You don't need a stance. You need it to provide an atmosphere where people can unify and come together, not divide. And the problem is, is, you know, and, and when you start thinking about, you know, whether it's medical discrimination or freedom in, in, in general, it's hypocritical because then I asked him, I said, okay, well, whenever we have a beer together, are you going to ask me for, for a, a COVID free test? Of course not. Yeah. No, and it, Would that so, have been different for you guys though? If it just be, Hey, to come to a game, you have to have a negative COVID test. Would that have made it any different for you guys? Hmm. It's a good point. No, I don't think yeah. so for me. I, I, here's the thing. Here's the problem. Okay. And this is, this, we have to ask the right questions. Okay. So the real question is, do we believe that it's actually the, what they say that it actually is? Right. And if we believed what they say it is, what the media says it is, I, I would a hundred percent do whatever the fuck it took. But the problem is, is they've lied to us for two years. They've manipulated data. They've done a lot of things that have made it seem like it's much further down the road than what it is. They don't talk about that the average 
person now that dies from COVID is carrying almost four comorbidities. 80% of the people are, are obese. Um, 80% of the people that die are above the age of 70 fucking eight years old, which is a natural life expectancy. So when we talk about the actual data of the disease and what they count and what they don't count, okay? When you get on the TV and you talk about there's 600,000 deaths, when the truth is there's only about 30,000 deaths that of people that died from actual COVID alone. It actually makes the pandemic less deadly than H1N1 in 2000. Or 2012 or whatever. Which I've had both. And I okay. can tell you, H1N1 was worse. Okay. <laughs> well, I think what's tough about what you just said, I'm just to, yeah, yeah. like you're, spout, you're sharing statistics, right? That yeah. you received from the CDC. 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 Yeah. And however, like, I feel like if you're on the opposite side, you could also create statistics to, I feel like there's a lot of numbers thrown around on both sides of the aisle that say it's super deadly or not deadly depending on what resources and what information you're getting it from. And I think okay, that's- Okay, let me ask you this question. Yeah. If someone gets shot, are they die from the shot or COVID? <laughs> yeah. Okay, if someone gets a car wreck and they die, do they die of COVID or they die of car wreck? Right. Okay, that's the problem. Right. Okay, this has been exaggerated so heavily. And so the reason that I feel the way I do is because I personally believe they have made this far more political in a, in a way for to take our freedoms and to overregulate our country, and I'm not helping them do that. So I resist, all right? So this is not me saying COVID isn't real. This is not me saying, this is me being alive for 42 fucking years and living through a pandemic every four fucking five years, uh, and they've never done any of this shit, just like you, okay? We didn't shut the country down when uh, 60,000 people died of fucking uh, H1N1 or 80,000 people died of the flu the year before. Like, dude, we don't, we don't shut the country down. We don't put masks on and cover people's identities. We don't restrict their freedoms. We don't make them show medical papers. That's not what America's about. And so for me, this is more so about standing and protecting what I believe is being attacked than it is um, the safety issue. Now, I've had COVID as well. Everybody in this office had COVID. We have a lot of people, We not a lot, we have a few people who have ended up in the hospital for COVID, and we all understand that it's a real thing, 100%. The problem is, is that when you say anything else besides it's the fucking worst pandemic ever, you're a right wing, far right conspiracy nut job. And that's just not the facts. So I do agree with you, but I also have done so much research into this the whole time that I'm a completely aware of what the fuckery is they're trying to pull on everybody. So I just can't contribute to that with good conscience. Well, and even in addition to it, like they've never done it for the flu. Sal, they didn't do it for H1N1, and the right? It was extremely deadly. And 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 there was no political there was no political stance in regards to sports or politics or politics in any of those. Like so why now? Well, you know, like there's yeah. there's a there's 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 a fire to the smoke. It's not just a smoke bomb sitting yeah. over in the corner. And right? like dude, it's it's you know, look dude, I know people who have died from this. Like it's not like we I have know. a mutual friend whose father yeah. died. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, dude, we know yeah. Uh look. It's a pandemic. There's nobody denying that, but we don't do these things that are happening in the world for a pandemic. Uh, look what's happening in Australia. Have you oh, seen, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Look what's happening in Canada and in Europe. Like, that's what's coming here. The only reason it's not here is because we have guns. That's it. Which is the importance of 2A. Yeah. We talked about this. You know, so the argument to for gun control guys is dead. 
Like it's a non-negotiable factor anymore. Like a lot of people pre this situation were, were willing to listen. Like, you know, okay, come to a compromise. Like I said, you know, but like that argument that they always make about guns, like you don't need a fucking AR-15 to hunt deer. That shit's gone, dude. No shit. We don't, we need an AR-15 so that you don't beat the fuck out of us. Like they're doing in Australia right now or take us and put us in camps or do this. Cause I can tell you right now, if you come for me for a fucking camp, the AR-15 is going to be used period. Okay. And that's just what it is. So, you know, I, maybe I have a different perspective, but I don't think I'm off. I think most people, I think most of America is starting to see what's happening. You know, I mean, it's definitely interesting times, you know, you, to think that like this would actually be a real conversation. I mean, it just think three years ago. Well, I mean, okay, let's, let's, let's legitimately talk about this. Like legit. Cause I, I appreciate your question very much. Uh, if somebody commits suicide, is that a COVID death or is that a fucking suicide? It's a suicide. If someone murders another person, is that, what is that? Is that murder or is that, and they have COVID. Is that, should that be counted as a COVID death? It's murder. Right. Because that's been what's been happening this entire time. Mm -hmm. They've been driving the numbers with all these different situations. And dude, it starts, it's starting to come out on, on different, there's whistleblowers coming out from the medical community literally every day. Tens of thousands of doctors have been silenced or have been deplatformed because they speak out about what's going on. One of the things they're doing in hospitals, they like, dude, there's a hospital uh, here in St. Louis. This came out uh, uh, I don't know, a week ago. They have five, five and correct me if I'm wrong on this, but I believe they have five intensive care floors yeah. and they were only using two of the floors of the five. And then they were claiming that they were overrun and understaffed and everybody's dying and they've got three more floors to, to grow. Yeah. And so we, these companies and they are companies, these hospital companies, that own the hospitals get paid from the federal government for people that die from COVID. Now I'm no fucking idiot, but if you run a company and you're starting to make money by something, what do you want to do? You usually want more of that because it makes you more money. Okay. And that's what we have going on. And people think that that's not happening. That is happening. It's happening all over. And that's not misinformation. The fact that you think it is, is just showing you that, they are not allowing you to see the because I have people, I have literal doctors, thousands of them that reach out to me for the last two years saying, dude, I can't say shit. One of my, one of my good buddies, who's a huge car guy who works in your city, who is a doctor, I'm not going to say his name, reached out to me and was like, bro, this is fucked up what they're doing. This is a guy I know. This is not like some random dude off the internet. This is a dude I've known for seven years. You know what I'm saying? Like saying, hey, bro, they are doing this shit. So like, that's where I'm, that's why I am where I am. You know, it's not about like, dude, if this shit was really like, look, dude, I've said this. Remember the videos they showed us when it all came out of where, bodies where in the street? Th and they were putting out their people were walking down the street in China, just fucking falling over dead. If that were actually happening, I would do everything they fucking said. I would say, and dude, we did do that until we figured out that wasn't happening. So what's the resolution then? What do you think? Because I'm coming here from an area that yeah. they have a lot of different perspectives than what you just said, yeah. right? And uh, I'm obviously super open-minded. I love yeah, having yeah. these conversations. Like, But I come from a place where like what you're saying, it's just in general, right? A lot of people feel like it is a really big deal, right? And they need to take appropriate precautions, whatever those may be. Which, Let me ask you this. Yeah. How many of those people have actually looked 
on the CDC's website. How many of those people have actually dug into what's going on? Well, I mean, that's also a big thing, right? right. Perception becomes your reality. Because I know and this, California people like to fucking live in California and they like their lattes and they like to do their life and they don't really like to really get that involved. They like to scream about shit when it's outrage. But yeah. I mean, I'm talking about educated people. How many people have really looked into this? Probably, so, I assume just like many yeah. things in life, probably not as many as there should be, right? Yeah. But I'm curious, like if you look at the nation as a whole, right? Mm -hmm. California, New York, other areas being kind of like held set. I mean, being all together as a nation, how do you move forward? Right. And you said it like, you know, past civil war, you know, people yeah. coming together. But like, when does that time come? Right. I thought we were going to get through this thing like in three months. I, I, I remember the day we shut down our gyms. I'm like, oh, you know, it was a really big deal. I was like, guys, you know, hang tight. We'll be back in 60, 90 days, whatever it was. Right. Or a month even. And then boom, it just kept going and going and going. And now here we are. Um, with still specific mandates coming up 18 months in or whatever. So where's the resolution? What, what do you think? What do you think? How do you think they're going to continue? They're going to continue to stop. They're going to continue to push this until everybody is, is under what's called a vaccine passport. And they're going to use that passport to socially uh, audit you with a social credit system. And, um, so they're already <laughs> putting legislation in for now. Biden man just, uh, did the, uh, IRS check. So yeah. now any 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 American citizen that has more than $600 in the bank account is going to be monitored by the IRS. Yeah. So they're, they're already what, what they're attempting to do, in my belief, and I'm not an idiot, uh, they're trying to implement China's social credit system where neighbors tell on each other that you, you get credit. Do you, are you familiar with this? The social credit system? No. Okay. So basically, um, the way it works is you they have a set of rules, okay, and they've turned everybody against each other. And so, like, if I see you do something wrong, I fucking go on my phone. I report it. Your social credit score goes down. You can't go to certain places to eat. You can't make certain, you can't have certain jobs. You're basically a lesser citizen. That's how it works. And if I see you do something good, like the example that, that I always use is, like, let's say you carried someone home from that was drunk and you helped them out. I might put some credits in there, but it's peer-to-peer -peer reporting. So, basically, you let all the Karens of the world run the fucking whole ship. That's what they're doing. They're doing it in Australia right now. They're go 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 look up social credit system from fucking China. Go look it up. That's what's happening. And people here think it's about fucking health. It ain't about health. It has nothing to do with health. It has everything to do with communism being installed into our country. Mm -hmm. Period. That's it. You were surprised that Newsom got didn't get recalled. Everybody was. You know why? Because he was installed. He wasn't elected. That's why. And people. So when you say how. How do we get to a point where we move forward? It's going to have to get so bad that people are like, holy fuck. Yeah. And, and, if, and unfortunately, people, you know, people have to learn the hard way because like, dude, I've been a little bit bitter because people, I've been saying this for so long and I've had so many people come at me and say, oh, you're wrong, you're wrong. You're wrong. Well, dude, go listen to all the shit, man. Go listen to my last two years of shows. There ain't nothing I've said that was wrong. The only thing I said that the only thing I was wrong about was that Trump was going to arrest those dudes. For, for treason, which yeah. he didn't do. And I'm, you know, it is what it is. But um, I bet you if he knew he had General Milley by the balls, he would have. Uh, I could bet you this. The game, it, the shit ain't over yet. No, yeah. it's, it's okay? far from over. So, so, and that's not a pro-Trump statement. I'm just telling you, there's a lot of shit going on in the background that we don't fucking know about. And I know that for a fucking fact. Yeah. Well, I think the stance on moving forward, though, is the the data 
the data has to be presented in, in a clear manner and people have to learn to understand the data. It is. But the, that's the thing, Sal. They don't want you to like that's what people say. Trust the science. Dude, this is the CDC's website. People that scroll. are saying trust the science are just repeating that slogan. That's it. It's no different than the Black Lives Matter that's slogan. It. It's no different than the Antifa slogan. It. It's the opposite of what the fucking truth is. Antifa calls other people Nazis. All Antifa is, is a fucking Nazi organization masquerading as anti-Nazi. Okay? Black Lives Matter. They say they're for black lives. They're not for black lives. It's a creative name. They get the black people engaged. They raise a bunch of money. The old rich white motherfuckers take the money. That's th- this, is, this, is, this is communism 101. Mm-hmm. Distraction. Uh, wordplay, dilution of terms, and that's what's happening. Yeah. And it's no different than with any of this shit. So if you want to know, if you want to know what the fuck they're doing, and I'm being dead serious and literal. If you want to know what they are doing, turn on CNN, and whatever they say, the opposite is true. Yeah, no, no, I'm no, I'm not making a joke. I'm being honest. Yeah, everything they say, the exact opposite is true. Now Fox News ain't no better because they 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 try to tell the truth, but then what they do. Is I think they're I think they are better. They try to tell the truth, but then they spin it so hard that it sounds like propaganda. Mm-hmm. And so, like, there's no there's no objective truth happening in our media, right? It's all agenda. It's well, all the propaganda. The one that is objective, they, they they censor it, like Project Veritas. That's right. You know, like that. To me, why, they're why not would, biased. Why would we? Why would we be censoring doctors who are out there trying to talk about how they've been treated their COVID patients sec, uh, successfully? If this was about health, why? Yeah, I've seen some of that too. Yeah. And I, I should note, like, I think there's this picture painted of California and like overly, but I do think like we're saying through this conversation, yeah. like, I come from California. Yeah. I probably have slightly different views on certain things. For example, I got yeah. vaccinated. Yeah. But I think more people than not are more in the middle than anybody thinks. Like even being in California yeah. and in, in these areas, a lot of them don't want these specific mandates no. in place, right? They don't want that. Right. They want... They're they're just like the rest of the country. So they, why do they continue to why do they continue to support candidates that are for that then? And well, I, I don't. That's a that, that's I, I why I was why. surprised. Yeah. Well, it's because they've attached our identity to a divisive party, or they're cheating. All of these. No, listen. All of these things are programmed for us to divide each other. Like, what party do you belong to? Are you vaccinated or unvaccinated? Do you believe in BLM? Do you believe in this? And so what's happening is. Even though people can see the hypocrisy and they can say, I don't want this shit. I don't want this. I'm not for this. They 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 refuse to speak up because they don't want to see, be seen as a dissenter from all the other issues. Mm-hmm. So they've attached their identity to this side and they're not willing to hear any other thing, right? Because they're afraid if they come out that all their friends and family are going to say, oh my God, I can't believe you're not. And that's exactly what they do. And that's also exactly why the right is getting so much traction right now. Because even the moderates are getting pushed to the right because they don't agree with every single thing, right? So, like, dude, we have to get to, to solve this, which is your initial answer. We have to all separate ourselves from, from what we think we believe in our identities and understand that the things we've attached ourselves to are man-made ideas and, and, and structures and social constructs that do not represent literally everything that we believe. They, re- they represent some of the things we believe. But we shouldn't be standing up for things that we that we don't agree with just because we've affiliated ourselves mentally with this other group of people. Does that make sense? Well, and I think you add to that, right? You can't go along. You can't go along with those ideologies either. You know, i.e., stand up against you know the St. Louis Blues. Well, like once you, you recognize what's happening, you, you, it's easier to do that. Yeah, you have to. Well, do that. well, and, and and in fairness, and I don't want to get into the whole story, but Jason had a group of friends, and 
you know, if you don't feel like sharing your story, it's no big deal. But basically I had a friend who was unvaccinated, who was going to a vaccinated party and uninvited the unvaccinated friend. Right. Fair. I mean, I mean that's, that's, the, that's the way because different viewpoints, right? But, but me, I like me and in my answer to that, I would, I would unfriend that guy just from the social discrimination standpoint, me, that's how, like in my head, wait, cause wait, wait. I can't so roll. What with happened? Him. No. So the, you know, there is a theory that, and, and a lot of people believe this and there's, I, I assume you have statistics to not that if you're vaccinated, you're not going to have the same type of load and your likelihood of giving it to someone else is going to be less. Right. So there's a social good to be done by getting vaccinated in the, in the greater whole. Now, mm-hmm. I, I don't know if you agree with that or disagree with that, but assuming you agree with that, that that's what I understand to be the case. Yes. So if you agree with getting vaccinated is better for the greater good of a group in like this room, mm-hmm. right. Then for people who decide not to get vaccinated, um, you know, it's challenging for those who do decide because they, okay, I understand that. Yeah. hundred percent. But Okay. So then we, you know, I know I've, I have seen a situation where someone doesn't want to have that person come over, um, because they don't feel as comfortable having them around, uh, because they have not gotten vaccinated. But that's, hold on. So I can't get the vaccine. So let me ask you this. I'm going to be real. Now, the reason I can't get the vaccine is because I have pre-existing conditions that really are none of your fucking business. Okay. I have high, high hematocrit levels. I have uh, atrial fibrillation. Okay. I have issues. And most of the issues that are coming on the side effects of this vaccine have to do with the heart. Okay. Especially in men. So I'm not at risk. I've had COVID. I have natural immunity. And I am concerned that if I take that vaccine, I will literally fucking die. Okay. So what about those people? And that's why like in that particular case, right? Yeah, I but get, so I got to come and tell my friends well, all the fucking shit I got wrong with me. And that's why it's not perfect, right? right? There's none, I mean, that's, and that's why just like someone has a choice to get it, someone doesn't. But I mean, I think like what you're saying, it's like, for example, with my kids, right? Yeah. There will be a vaccine that'll be available for them. They just had COVID. Mm-hmm. Do I want to give them a vaccine right now if they just had COVID? Right. Probably not, no, yeah. right? Um, well, do you want it forced on them by the school? I don't know. I don't know. To well, be I, honest with yeah. you, but right? I think the progression like, there though is, is okay. Well then what happens when they don't let your kids go to a different party because of that? Yeah. Like and, we're slipping down wait, the wait, fucking wait. What slope. What happens when they're saying like this? Cause this is what they're fucking saying. What they're actually saying is what are we going to, and Don Lemon said this on fucking TV. What are we going to do with these unvaccinated people? They're a, they're a danger to society. What are we going to do with them? We shouldn't let them get groceries. We shouldn't let them get food. We shouldn't, we should make them be punished. That's what's being said. Now, where does, at what point does that narrative come? These people should be isolated in camps. And then the narrative becomes another year down the road. Well, we just got to kill them because, dude, they're not complying and fuck. They're costing too much in the well, camps. Well, let, let me, let me add to this. If you would have said that it this was. This has ex- happened many times before, guys, not just in Germany. This has happened over and over and over and over again. If you go study almost any single cleansing of ideology that's ever happened in this planet, it always has to do with this. But if you would have said 18 months ago or two years ago, however fucking long ago it was, that Don Lemon would be on the news saying that. There's he not would a, be fucking, he would have been fucking put in prison for that. Yeah, and not a mother, you wouldn't fucking believe it. And there's a, there is a portion of society at this point in time that think that's okay. No, no, no. In no, two no, years. No, 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 dude. There's a huge portion. Yeah. They, they're, they're like where he comes from and, and those people, what he's saying, they see it different. 
Most people want unvaccinated people to fucking die. I mean, I wouldn't go that far, okay. but I'd say well, that they have they have strong views towards vaccination. I, I right? know this. I know I've seen thousands yeah. of medical workers online saying they will not treat people that don't have the vaccine. Yeah, and, and those people are not, that's not good people. No, that's right? not. No. I, I, that, I, we yeah. had a doctor friend of ours tell Sal the other day that he thinks that if you don't have the vaccine, you should sign a fucking waiver that says you don't need to have, you give up your right to care for someone who's vaccinated while he's drinking a motherfucking bottle of wine and getting ready to drive home. So if you wreck your fucking car because you chose to drink, you shouldn't be treated at the hospital. He shut the fuck up, didn't he? I'm a pretty good negotiator in the, in the uh, <laughs> argument sector. Jason, so. can I, can I, I, wanna, I just want to chime in on this, on the vaccine thing, man. The, the, the problem that I have right now, like I said, wh- whether it's good or bad, you remove my well, bro, opinion. Hold on. on. That's hypocritical, is it not? Oh, it's extremely hy- hypocritical. Which one? Which part? That the drinking whether it's thing. Oh, the oh the, the yeah. drunk driver. Oh yeah, but but I'm I'm also. So where do we draw the line? I see where the lines get blurry. I mean, the lines get blurred a lot. I don't think as a human being, right? If you treat someone different because of the color of their skin, what they believe in, vaccine, I don't think that's right, right? right. I mean, but there's a big portion of our medical community right now saying that openly online, that. everywhere, and it's accepted. And like, dude, what is that going to lead to? Well, and, and that was my point about moving forward, though. And, and to be clear, Jason didn't say that. One of his friends yeah. said that. I want to make sure that's clear. No, 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 no. But no. my We're point talking, being, I get it. Yeah, but yeah. my point being is, in a tolerate, you can't tolerate that. Yeah. Like that's that's no different than me He's saying no me telling Enzo you can't go hang out with that little boy. He's black. Right. It's no fucking different. I don't give a fuck what you think. They're not smart enough to get the vaccine. Yeah. That's no, the same thing. That is the fucking most dangerous mountain you can crawl up but, or but start sliding down. I, I think here's the other part too, Jason. What I was gonna say, man, is like at, at some point there has to be common sense, if you will, like looking at this stuff. Like what I just had up that that was from the CDC website. Yeah, it took me five minutes while you know I'm, I'm sitting there listening. But I can pull it up for you. Right. The, the stats are right there in our face. And so when you talk about like how they're trying to justify this stuff, it makes zero, literally zero sense. Right. It's like saying, hey, Jason, you know, you have to wear sunscreen so I don't get sunburned. Right. Yeah. Right. So if you got a room full of five people and four of them are vaccinated, what, what the fuck this, is the point of the vaccine? Hold on. What does this sound like to you? Oh, you don't care about black lives because you don't buy into black it's lives matter thing. because you fucking understand that it is a. Ponzi scheme for these other people to take the fucking money. It's the same thing. So you don't support black people. It's the same thing. What's that sound like? It's the same thing. It's the same thing. So it's like driven so, by the same people. Yeah, correct. It's the same people. And so my thing is like so 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 and, and so you got plenty of, of situations out there where you have people that that have pre existing uh, conditions. What about the people that don't know that they have pre existing conditions? Right. Like, like what if I secretly have AFib and I just don't know it. Right. Which I'm, is usually the case, which is a lot of the case. That's that's over 70 percent of AFib cases don't even know they have it. Right. And so, like, there's there's plenty of situations where this could be really, really bad. Right. And then and then you so have, I got to take some shit because no. you don't feel comfortable around me when I have natural immunity because I had the fucking virus that might kill me. How about no. this? Fuck you. Yeah. Well, and so, that, so that's, if that's the case. And you stay home. Right. That's it. And so the, well, that's how it should have been handled from the start. From Every one. other pandemic in the history of fucking earth is you protect the vulnerable. You fucking put the at risk and quarantine them mm-hmm. and quarantine the sick. You don't quarantine the entire fucking the healthy. You don't do it. We need that bacteria flora. But, but the thing is, man, it's like, so just, just where, where do we go from that? Like, I mean, I had a story. Uh, I told this story uh, this a couple of months ago, man, I'm, I'm in the gas station. I'm not, I don't have a mask on and there's this old man. Uh, who's standing at the counter next to me? We're about this far apart. There's a checkout lane here, checkout lane here, and 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 he has a mask on. He looks at me. He's like, "Where's your mask?" I'm like, 
don't don't have one. Well, you need to wear a mask, right? And the whole time, this old man who's who, who's getting on me, you're playing fucking lottery tickets, bro. Like, if you're really concerned about your health, old man, you should Why stay home. Why are you here? That's why I'm talking about, no, you should just stay home. Got my shit and walked out. You know what I'm saying? But it's like the, the, the justifications that we're using, dude, this is a vaccine. This is the fastest fast track vaccine we've ever had. It was rolled out under an emergency use authorization. Where is the data that, that supports or shows that shows this stuff even works? Because now what they've done is that anybody, if you if you get the vaccine and you die two days after you get the vaccine, they won't even report that they, or label that as a vaccination death. Well, there's even a step. No, that's correct. That. No, no, that's a it fact. Has to be, it has to be. They are not counting vaccination deaths that happen within 14 days of vaccination. You have to be past the 14 day mark to have it caught, to have it reported to VAERS. What does that tell you? Why not? I, I'll, t- I'll tell you this. I would take the vaccine if and only if the these pharmaceutical companies could be held responsible for it. Well, I'll take it. Well, no, I, I mean, I look at I look at it like this. All those people, you know, in the early days of the Trump vaccine, they were it was video oh, it was after not, video yeah. after video. I would never take that. There's not a chance I'd take that. That man is tyrannical. That man, there's no way I would do that. The exact I mean, this is this is yeah. the hypocrisy we're dealing with. You can, in fact, I'd shared the video. It's one of the only videos I've shared, and they took it right down. Mm-hmm. They, you flip the narrative, and they watch the exact same people talking about how it's mandated, and you have to oh, take it's it. And it's like, wait a minute, no, like nobody finds this to be your yeah. memory's that short. You don't think about these people who are just bashing this fucking mm-hmm. thing now, promoting it to the fucking gills. It's like, yeah, and that, yeah, and yeah. And so- I, I think what's important, and I hope this is just super, super clear. I think that each person should make the best decision for them. I think sure. if you're in a high risk category, I would recommend for you to get a vaccine based on what do. I'm seeing. We've had doctors on the show say the same thing. Yeah. And and I think for me and my family, yeah. we make the best decision we can for sure. our friends. And if you want to get it, go for it. That's man. how if I you, feel too. If you don't want to get it, that's your decision. For sure. Um, I don't think anybody should be force, force, force. I don't think that's fair to do anything. Do you think people, people should be exiled from society? No. I, and I, I think that's really troubling. Yeah. I really do because- um, I, I think that just stands against what I believe in. Like you should yeah, be, yeah. you should be able to make decisions that are best for you. And then, and then those around you can decide, Hey, like if you're a bad person, I mean, you shouldn't be hanging out with that person, but if you just decide not to get a vaccine or get it and you made the best decision you could make point, like if you, for yeah. example, have heart disease ex- yeah. or heart challenges, like that's a decision you're making based on yeah. all the information out there. And if that's what's best for you, you should do what's best for you. But bro, the problem is, is that if I say I'm going to do what's best for me and not do it, I can't go to fucking this. I can't go yeah. to the theaters. I can't go to restaurants. I can't right. go to the blues game. Yeah. Yeah. That's that, that, fucking that's, bullshit. That, that's tough. That, yeah. I mean, that's, I, I don't know. Yeah. And how those decisions are being made is very difficult. Well, now, they're making those decisions, yeah. bro, because the social pressure is very great from a loud minority. 80% of people agree with what the fuck I'm saying. And that's proven by the polls. There was a poll done on Yahoo that is Yahoo is high, far leaning left. Okay. The 80% of people said that they would not support a business or an organization that mandated vaccines to, to come in and uh, be Pretty a customer nice, yeah. of that. Watch, I'll get you one. I'll get you one. And we, we touched on yesterday and got interrupted, but your charity, Avis Kitchen. Yeah. Right. Yep. March 5th, February 5th, uh, February 5th. You asked me if I'd come. Yep. I can't. Yeah. Because they probably, I probably can't get into a restaurant. I probably can't so get into- So we just, I have to go to fucking California Saturday. I had to rent a house. I, I can't stay at a hotel. I can't fucking go to a hotel. I had to rent a motherfucking house. And I can't go to restaurants. I'm going to have to have food brought in. 
What are you going to? LA. But, but my point being is like, okay, now I'm in an interesting spot, right? Like, you know, I support your, your, your cause. I'm, I'd fly across country to do it for your daughter in a heartbeat. When I show up, they don't let me in. What do you do? I mean, it's, this is, this is when I sit at the table with your friends that, you know what I'm saying? Am, yeah, am I this, less than? Well, so these are the conversations that are happening all across the country. And right. I think you got to handle it with a little level of kind of. I don't race, know that they are happening. I like this because I don't know that these are happening. This well, is no, weird no. for most people. No, I think yeah. you need to handle it with like, for lack of a better term, like some grace, some common sense and some like that just human. Like, and I think for you, like if the state and county guidelines are vaccination status, like I think the business is going to have to have that right now. That's not the case. And I I hope it doesn't become the case because I think that people should be able to go there. Um, but if it was, then you'd probably have, you'd have to uphold it, right? Because you have to draw a line and say, hey, we're going to abide by state and county. And in that particular case, the 49ers stadium, right? That event is at the 49ers stadium. So that becomes a bigger issue, right? Is they're going to draw a line for the event, essentially. Whatever they draw, then the event has to abide by it. But you bring when, up a when really is big it, point. When is enough enough? Right. No, well, and that's a really big point. That, that It's not when's enough enough. There's two points I'd like to make here. One, uh, it's it, I want you to teleport your brain back to 2018. The fact that we're even talking about this shit is insane. Think if we had a conversation back when we did our first show together, and I said, hey, they're going to keep people from going to events. They're going to keep you from going to restaurants. They're going to fire them for their jobs. What would you feel about that then? We would have all said, holy fuck, we got to stop it right now. Dude, it would now, be madness. Dude, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> but now people have been slowly indoctrinated into it, like I said with the mask, where you get used to it and you're like, oh, this isn't that bad. It's like boiling the frog in water. And like, I just want everybody to go back to 2018 and think about how you would think about all of this shit you're observing. All this shit in, in Australia, in Canada, in Europe. These leaders doing this shit like Gavin did where he went out to fucking, dude, this is absurd insanity that we're even having the motherfucking discussion at all. In, in 2018, if one of your friends would have said, I'm not hanging out with that man because he didn't get the flu shot. He would have been canceled on the internet. Not only you canceled the internet, you wouldn't hang out with that guy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, look, dude, dude it is we fucked. are lost. Yeah. We are lost. And we are at a point of high importance in a critical time to stand for what's right. And dude, if we don't, you can continue. You can expect to continue to see this rolled out. This is a 10 year plan. We're in year fucking two of it. And you're going to not own shit. Just like they said, we all saw the video 2030. You won't own anything and you'll love it. That's the whole fucking plan. Okay. If this is a, this is a communist ideology takeover. They are looking to eliminate freedom ideology from the entire planet at one time with one program and anybody who resists is going to end up in those camps and those camps will end up being death camps. That's a fucking, that's what I see happening. So if we, you could say that's extreme, you could say that's whatever. That's what I observe happening. And it's not about health. If it was about health, like I said, we'd be making fat people run. We'd be making them work out. We'd be making them get healthy. If this was really killing everybody, people would be staying the fuck home. They wouldn't be at the grocery store pointing the finger at the one guy without a mask saying, fuck you. They wouldn't it's, be going to sporting events. They wouldn't be doing shit. Yeah. yeah. I think it just goes back to, you know, what are you standing for? You know? And so like, you know, and you do that differently in different ways based off. If you of were what? scared, bro, you wouldn't fucking do shit. No. You would not be going to a restaurant. You wouldn't be going to a fucking football yeah. game. If you were truly scared of this shit, you wouldn't be doing anything. Yeah. And I would just home. say like, again, 
I would just say that I think people, I know that people have strong views both ways. Yeah, yeah. But I think it's important that we also listen to each other and Absolutely. have a conversation. This is a great conversation. conversation. Oh, I think great. that you become so, yeah. You be, and and like you and I were talking about, Sal, like um, through experience, uh, uh, perspective, your perspective shifts, right? Yeah. And you don't know what different people's perspective might be. For example, you with talking about the vaccine or for example, me getting tested twice a week for a year for COVID. Someone said, fuck, forget you. Like, the reason why I'm doing this is this. I don't need to justify. That's it, correct. But and my, bro, you know what? I think that you did the responsible thing considering the con- the circumstances you were in. Yeah, that's I would, right yeah, I would have did the same thing. I would have done the exact yeah. same thing. But that's because my perspective was, and I think that if we just take kind of take a 360 view at this and like put ourselves in different people's shoes. Now you might not disagree or agree, but I mean this whole like the the tension and the the argument like it, it's not helping anybody, right? I think that more stuff like this needs to occur where people start actually talking yeah. and discussing and um you know you probably have more things in common than you actually think oh, and, for sure you know the outcome i don't know if it's as extreme as i would agree yeah. you're going down yeah but that's okay i'll still listen to you you know and i well we're gonna find out won't we for sure <laughs> i hope we don't find are you out gonna now. fight for us here's my question would, to you here, here yeah. what would it take for you to observe for you to agree with what i just said at what point would you say holy shit andy's right this is actually happening mm. Because it's happening in Australia right now. Yeah, yeah I mean, you're seeing signs of it there for sure. Um, I so, think, I think uh, the the in particular the the vaccine passports. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's getting close to a point where I think it's really infringing, obviously, on people's. I mean, I think it's already there, right? It's already right. there. But what, here's what I'm asking: What event has to happen to get you to say, "Holy shit, they fucked us, and they're going to do this"? I don't know if you could really. I'm probably already there, right? But but then the question is, if we're there, what 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 can be done? And that's the reason why I'm asking the yeah, questions yeah. to you because I already think that the community has been divided so much, right? Mm-hmm. And that people have. But I don't. I hope it doesn't get much worse in terms of like military type stuff <laughs> and that kind of thing. And that, Bro, that's me and you both. That's the next escalation, but which yeah. is way down the line. Well, let me ask you this: Just as a, as a, why do you think? And I want you to really, I want all of you to really think about why they're doing this. Why are they kicking so many people out of the military for refusing the vaccine? I know the answer because you, well, I mean, if you take the military, we talked about this last night on the way home, talk about the strength of the military and who's willing to stand up against it. Most likely the most dominant person or the strongest characteristic trait person in the, in, in the military. And if you can eliminate those people and identify them first, then you have a military that's much more compliant and that's mm-hmm. much more docile. Exactly what's happening. Yeah. And who do they need? Same to, thing with the police force. That's Same right. Thing with it's happening fire. in police and it's happening in every government agency. They're kicking out all the people that disagree with the narrative. You know why they're doing that? So they can enforce the shit on the streets like they're doing in Australia right now. Yep. now and we those motherfuckers are going to come on the streets, cops, yeah. bro. They're going to come on the streets and motherfuckers with guns are going to kill them. That's what's going to happen. Jason, let me ask you this. Maybe it's not an event that, you know, that they said, oh shit, okay, it's it's worse. How how long are you willing for it to be like it is? For I mean, how long are you willing to deal with, with deal with how shit is right now? How long are you willing to deal with it? Right? Because what if it doesn't get worse? What, let, let's say let's say all you know all the Australia stuff that shit never happens. But are you will? How long are you willing to to continue to live how it is going right now? How long are you willing to, to stay in? You that? mean the divisiveness or the all actual rules and regulations? All of it. The rules and regulations. I mean, I'll live with it as long as it. It's not at a point where like, I don't know what the other option would be. As I guess what I'm trying to say, like 
So I don't think it's good the way the, the, the country is, the way that divisiveness and, but what is the solution? Um, I mean, Andy is talking about his tour, which I think could be a really cool idea. For sure. But I mean, we're talking, it's going to take a while to get past this. Um, I think, I think it's also, I realize I just dumped some real fucking hard shit on people whenever I just walked out to take a pee. But here's the thing, guys. Uh, well, dude, like they're going to kill him. <laughs> See ya. Like, that's not what I think. So this is why. So I want to add to that, right? Like, cause a lot of people are going to hear that and they're going to be like, holy fuck, you're aggressive. No, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying I'm going to go do that. I'm saying there are people that will do that. Okay. A lot of them. Yes. A whole lot of them. Okay. So here's the thing. To, and this is why I keep harping on the same message with you guys to get involved. Okay. If people get involved now, if they go to the school board meetings, if they educate themselves, if they try to get involved in the civic discussions and, and, and start working towards this, right? I believe we can keep all of this nasty shit from happening. You know what I'm saying? Like we have, we have a problem of apathy. And when, when, when the smart, reasonable people on both sides of the aisle uh, take a, a fucking 20, 30 year vacation to go build their lives, we shouldn't be surprised that when we look back, the fucking circus is running the, the show. You know what I'm saying? Like it's so we have to get involved. And if we get involved, re regardless of, of political ideologies um, that align with freedom, right? Like if you're a communist, like you don't belong in this country, you should go to a communist country. That's just the fucking way it should be. Like if you think communism is great, you should move to a communist country. This is not a communist country. This is a fucking free country. And we have, you know, people feel afraid to even say that. Oh, we have to accept all these people. No, we don't. That's a fucking conflicting ideology. And that ideology has killed more people than literally anything in the history of the planet. Any event, any war, any other fucking thing. Communism has killed more people. Any disease. Okay? That's a fact. Go look it up. Here's the thing. If we get involved, we can stop and push this shit out. Okay. The teachers who force these kids, like what we just watched on the video or like that teacher out in uh, California, that Gabriel gate or whatever, whatever his name was, who had a, has a hammer and sickle tattoo on his chest. Who's standing in the, in his class, making kids pledge allegiance to the fucking Antifa flag. Okay. That shit has no place in America at all. And I don't think, I don't think anybody here can disagree with that. No place. And we have to understand that our enemy is not liberals or people who think more left or people who just aren't agreeing with us. Those are not our enemy. Our enemy is people who have a whole lot of fucking money, who are pushing this division down the pipe, who are making us believe that we all hate each other and who are allowing things that are counterproductive to American society and American freedom to infiltrate our, our country, not even allowing it, pushing it in. And so like, dude, once people understand that this is not truly about health, which I think they're starting to realize because everybody's getting sick of the tyranny. They're going to wake up. They're going to say, well, what is this really about then? Well, they're going to say, well, it must be Democrat Republican. I think a lot of people are thinking that right now. They think it's a Democrat Republican thing. It's not that. It has nothing to do with that. They want you to think that so you don't see what's actually happening, which is an insurgency of communism coming to America that will destroy our entire country and our way of life, no matter who you are. There's not one person out there listening to this whose life will be better from communism. All of you will suffer. All of you. And so once people wake up, and here's my concern, that people won't wake up to that until it's already too late. 
And that's why I've, bro, that's why I changed the whole name of my show. That's why I went away from MFCEO Project. That's why I went away from talking about money all the time and success and wealth and all this shit that I'm one of the best in the world at fucking coaching on. The reason I went away from that is because without freedom, we don't even have a chance for any of that. So that's where I'm coming from, guys. Like, bro, I love the fact that you ask an interesting questions. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're good questions. It's he's, my, he's my token Californian. We have good talks. <laughs> bro, listen, I talk to Hani every day. You know, I talk to my guys in California, Fleischman and these other dudes. I talk to them daily. Like, but that's the, I think that's the challenge about being surrounded by so many people who are thinking the same. You know what I'm saying? Like it's hard to to see these other perspectives. You come to a place like Missouri, like, don't get me wrong. Like, everybody's not thinking like us either here. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's still, you, you still got your people that are like, no, like they have a different point of view, a different perspective, right? Well, dude, and people will say, oh, dude, you sound like some Alex Jones conspiracy shit. No, I don't. No. Because he's talking about motherfucking lizard people and shit. Yeah, he's going way like, I'm talking it. about an actual <laughs> insert. I actually think that they put these people out there and I'm not saying him, but I'm saying they put these people out there who say a bunch of crazy shit to make everybody look crazy. Okay. So I'm not talking crazy. I'm talking what's happening, dude. Like the shit's happening. (laughs) Like they just had a kid on Australia. I forget the kid's name. Um, Tommy Vex posted it and showed it to me, but he was speaking up against the cops, telling the cops like, Hey, you need to stand with the people. And they beat the fuck out of this kid, like almost to death, like fractured his skull, beat the shit out of him because he's telling the cops like, hey, guys, your job is to protect us. Your job is to stand with us. Your job is to stand with our constitution. And like, that's what I'm kind of worried about now. Now they're weeding out all these people at the police force. They're weeding out all these people at the military. They're keeping only the compliant and those compliant police and military will come on and do they will come through the street and do anything the government tells them. And dude, that's dangerous. So you guys who are police officers and you guys who are military listening to the show, which there's a fuck ton of you, it's very, 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 very important that you don't just leave. You have to fight it there. It's a very important thing. Okay? Because if you leave, if you good people leave who actually stand for, because that's what the military and the police are designed to do. They're designed to protect the people from the government, not protect the government from the people. If you guys leave, and you abandon everybody and leave only the people who are willing to do anything they say for a dollar, you are literally fucking the whole entire country over. So you guys who are in these battles, I feel for you. Help you, whatever we can do to support, but don't leave, don't quit. Organize, stand together, do what's right. Because dude, we have to have some leaders step up with some backbones to protect the right of these people. Because otherwise it's just gonna keep going and going and going and going and going. And you know, I, 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 I told you where I see it going. I'm not often wrong, you know, like I, I'm not. So <clears throat> I hope, I, I hope I am wrong, but I mean, like, dude, all signs indicate this is where the fuck we're going. I mean, if you study history, this shit has happened way many times before. So, you know, I know it's a hard thing to swallow and I know it's scary and I know it's this, but that's why I'm urgent. And that's why I need, we need people to help get involved. Like, dude, what's going on at your kid's school? What's going on with their education? What's going on with these mandates that ha- don't have scientific backing? Why are we pushing this? Why are we doing this? Why are we doing this? And the other thing I think that needs to be said is like organizations like the Blues, right? Like you guys are out there and you think you're doing the right thing. And I understand that you've been under the gun for a couple of years, 
But don't you think they purposely put you under the gun so you would have to enforce these policies? Don't you think that you are actually emboldening these communist tendencies by, by, by pushing this shit onto people? Like you're helping the agenda by doing so. I, 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 dude, if I own the team, I couldn't sleep at night knowing that. I just couldn't. Just who the fuck I am. So, which is exactly what they're doing in St. Louis, but the Blues exactly. What do you mean? No, that's. I mean, the, the city of St. Louis hasn't given them any support for the last five years. St. Louis City also has one of the strongest uh, mandates. That, I mean, they're pushing all of that. So, hey, Blues, push that. Here's a million dollars for your stadium upgrades. Here's another, you know, here's three years free lease. Bro, I guarantee you if they said, if they came out today and said, you know what, we thought about it, we're not doing that shit, they'd have the best fucking year they ever have on your It would be, it would. I'd go. I would go to every fucking game. (laughs) I would go to every game. I would fucking donate fucking millions of dollars to their fucking organization. I would support them. And bro, I'm not the only one. I've spoken to every single business owner that is anybody in St. Louis and they're all with it. So like, if they want to make a smart business decision, they'll actually stick their finger into the street level uh, <clears throat> community and understand the temperature. And the temperature definitely here is not mandating fucking vaccines and forcing people to show papers and forcing people to, to disclose medical conditions to go to a motherfucking hockey game. You're the fan base of the St. Louis Blues is a blue collar fan base. That's where I come from. That's where he comes from. That's where all these motherfuckers here come from. Okay. We like WWE, right? <laughs> and monster trucks. For real. And NHRA. Yeah. NHRA. We, and like, Tom Brown. We, we like race cars. We, we're, we're, you want to call us hillbillies? Whatever the fuck you want. I don't care. It's who the fuck we are. And we ain't about it. And these blues, the guys that own the blues, are elite dudes who have lost touch with the temperature of the fan base. And it will hurt them tremendously financially if they don't come back and say, hey, you know what? We thought about it. We're going to go back to this, it's not our business. You handle your own personal responsibility because that's what America is about, isn't it? Isn't America about personal responsibility? Isn't it about making sure that you're healthy, making sure that your family's healthy, making sure you're doing the thing? Like, dude, I have a major problem with the 80% of the people who are, 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 you know, the stats show 80% of the people who are fatal with COVID are fucking obese. I have a major problem with somebody who's not willing to do shit when we've been locked down, our businesses have been locked down. We've all been fucked with for 500, almost 600 days now. That Dude, can you can you change your health in 600 days? Oh, yeah, you can change your health in 600 days. Can you change it completely? Yeah, we've seen a lot of people go one way or another. Okay. We've seen a lot of people transform, transform and lose a ton of weight and do amazing things. Seen it the opposite way, too. Correct. But you, but they have the, they have the ability. Agree or disagree? Yep. Everybody has had the opportunity to get healthy. Yep. So why the fuck are we still pandering to people who didn't? Because I can tell you this, bro. You know me. Was I fucking fatter when I saw you last time? You look good, man. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I know, I know you talked to Hani. Yeah. Hani's been. Hani's uh, my dude. Yeah. All right. One of my very, very, very best friends. A great man. Who also has had some very serious COVID hardships. Okay. If you had the opportunity to get healthy and you didn't, you don't have a fucking dog in this race anymore, bro. Not with me. I don't care. Because you know what? I've missed eight fucking days in in almost 600. I'm lazy. All right? I'm a fucking slacker. If I could take control of my shit and get healthy, so the fuck can you. So stay the fuck away from me with that argument. Because it ain't right. You're now wanting 
your laziness and your lack of activity and your lack of taking personal responsibility, you want the world to bend over a barrel to accommodate you. I ain't fucking with it. You sh- everybody should be doing their part. And I, it is what it is. Like, bro, you got some weight to lose. You should be losing it. They want to bet. It is what it is. So, you know, what else am I going to say? I, 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 I can't hear it from someone who hasn't sat at home, done nothing, contributes nothing, doesn't take care of themselves, doesn't even take it serious. I can't fucking do it. Here's what I can do, though. I can put out an extreme diet program that is transform. <laughs> That's the other thing that pisses me off about that shit, bro. And I'm not saying this to be a fucking arrogant asshole. There may be some people more than me. There might be some people who transform more lives than us. Maybe. I don't know of any. I don't know of a single person who's had more impact on people's fucking mental and physical health in the last two years than myself. And that's being, that, that's not being egotistical. That's a stat. That's a matter of fact. I have literally hundreds of millions of hashtags from that program. Hundred. Think about that. Hundreds of millions. Okay. So I've done my part. I've taken care of myself. I've put out programs. I've been there for other people. I've helped them guide them to where they, where they are more healthy mentally and physically during this whole pandemic. And I've led by example. I haven't missed fucking, I missed eight days, bro. And 600. So what the fuck you got for me, dude? There ain't no holes in my motherfucking game. There just isn't. And you guys can poke at me all you want, but you ain't gonna find any fucking holes. Okay. And I think if we really want to get back on track, everybody should aspire to that. Everybody should aspire to be what they say they're about. Everybody should aspire to take control of their own health. Everybody should aspire and take responsibility for their physical condition and their mental condition. And I think if everybody did that, things will look a lot better. Final thoughts. I think we should, you know, part of your, part of the tour and the concept of the tour is to, you know, show the importance of capitalism, right? I think the other thing after, after the, I'm sorry to interrupt you. I'm trying to work on this. I've got it written up there on the board. It says, let people talk. It's been up there for like 10 weeks. (laughs) Hey, I've been doing better. I've been getting better. Maybe slowly. I'm getting better. But here's the thing. Progress over perfection. That's right. Here, look. uh, Here's one thing I thought about while we're having this conversation. I think it would be good to have people who have different different viewpoints to come on that tour with me and do some Q&As. And us, like, like Jason, we don't see everything exactly the same. But I feel very good after having this conversation. Like, I feel like we had a productive conversation. I think we did too. Yeah. So like, why? And that's a, and that's a good thing. Yeah, but isn't <laughs> yeah. that what people need to see? Yeah. That's what people need to see. What, what people need to see is, hi, I'm Sal. I'm unvaccinated. Hi, I'm Jason. I'm vaccinated. <laughs> <laughs> and we can be friends. Yeah. yeah. And we can sit next to each other and we can share a burrito. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think, you know, the, um, you know, talk about, you know, doing your part, right? It's part of your role. I think a huge part of this is, you know, when you look at brick and mortar, brick and mortar is the backbone of society. It's the backbone of economy. And, you know, who's won here? The big player, Amazon's won big in the last, you know, 700 days. I think, you know, they have small business Saturday and I've been actually meaning to talk to you about this, but I think, you know, we should take an initiative. Maybe it's the month of October to say whether it's, it's not, I'm not canceling Amazon. That's not, I'm not part of the cancel culture, but it's like, Hey, can you shop locally in October? Can you make the decision? the inconvenient decision to, to make it a little bit harder to go support somebody locally. Maybe it's an ACE true value hardware store versus home Depot. Hey, I'm, I can get down with that. It's not going to be fucking fun. It's a little bit further drive, but I, I think, you know, playing your role in society, that's a small role that we can all play. Yeah. You know, supporting the the local CEO, you know, who's not, you know, I mean, you guys to be a small business owner, man, that's fucking hard. Yeah. And it's been really fucking hard the last two years. And I think identifying that, that, 
hey man, these people have stuck it out. They're 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 grinding through it. Like, how can you help? Well, you can help the the local guy. And taking the opportunity to go spend dollars locally goes a long way in creating a better economy for your for your local economy. Yeah. And I think, you know, when you look at that, you know, when you start talking about how do you spend your dollars, because not everybody has three hundred thousand dollars to pull back from an organization in, right. in advertising. Right. No, but you have fifty to pull back from Amazon to go give to your local guy who who's likely your neighbor. Yeah. I like it. What do you think, bro? Yeah, I think, you know, you can hear by the way I talk, like I'm not look, there's a lot of different opinions on vaccine, unvaccinated, this, that. But I think what's in our control, right, is I mean, yes, you can go get vaccinated or not vaccinated, but this this tension on these challenges we see in society and, and even with COVID, right? What's completely in our control is I think people need to take ownership in their own fitness, right? Like we're yeah. talking about. I think a lot of people want to talk about wearing masks, getting vaccinated, et cetera. But if you're going to talk about that, that's fine, right? And if you're if you're a believer in it, that's okay. Um, but then in conjunction, you also need to talk about what you could do for yourself, right? Yeah. Taking care of your fitness, making sure you're going out for walks, getting in your exercise, because you, you can't just be one-sided. It needs to be a more holistic approach. And I think that's that's really important for people to understand is that I think we get so wrapped up in this conversation, which I, it's a very important conversation. Absolutely. But then we have a tendency to take away things that that are actually in our control because it's easier for us to deflect on the things that are outside of our control necessarily. What's in our control is taking care of ourselves. And it's a, you know, it's a 24 hour a day, 365 thing. And being in better shape is going to help you vaccinated or unvaccinated. I got COVID being vaccinated. It wasn't that bad. Maybe because I was in really good shape. Maybe because I was vaccinated. I don't know. But that was in my control. And I think everybody else should go out there and go start with walking and then start getting after your workouts. Will you come on my tour? I'll go on your tour. At least, at least one city or yeah, two cities? Yeah, I'll go on your tour. Just yeah. not in his home city. No, no, no. <laughs> hey, hey, listen. Listen. I want you to know, like, these kind of conversations, they make me extremely hopeful for people. Like, I needed this today. Like, I needed to hear from someone who maybe didn't necessarily see it as bad as I saw it but is also willing to have discussions. And like, I really fucking, dude, like I loved you before, but man, I really love you now. Like, <laughs> I would come over and give you a big old hug. Aww. But like, but like my thing is, is like, that's important guys. It's, a, it's important. I know a lot of you guys think I'm this hot dude who only like hot tempered dude. I'm a hot dude, but like, <laughs> but like uh, this hot tempered guy is, you know, you can't talk to and, it's not the case at all. I feel very open-minded as well. And I think people need to hear things like this, you know? Um, so I really appreciate you coming on today. Yeah, no, thanks for having me. I, I mean, came out for a hundred mile bike ride and yeah. ended up uh, chatting about yeah. life, little, yeah. little, little, little politics. Yeah. It's all good. It's good yeah. stuff. What do you think, bro? Yeah. Same thing, man. Go, go have these conversations. I, I think this, this is probably one of my favorite shows actually. I, I think Just so because too. Because I got to hear a different perspective. You know what I'm saying? Not 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 online, not from yeah. some fucking bot, right? Like from a real human who has real concerns. Who who's has, a good human. Who's a great human. And that's right? the thing. He's a fucking great human. Yeah. And he's real. He's yeah. sitting right here. You know what I'm saying? That's like, right. like go have these conversations because I'm sure you do have a neighbor down down the block that probably thinks a little bit differently. Cool. Right? Go have those conversations, man. And you know, hopefully they don't, you know, they're a lot more respectful like like this conversation is, and hopefully it doesn't go sideways. But you'll never know if you don't go have it. I think my final thought, I want to touch back on Sal's thing. I, I think, unfortunately, we're in a situation where we have to let our dollars do the talking. And it's important to support companies that you align with right now um, because everybody's so polarized. And so, you know, if you really want these companies to uh, respect your views, you're going to have to spend dollars with companies that appreciate who the fuck you are and what you stand for. And so, 
I, I think that's a big move that can really change a lot of things. You know, Aaron Wagner, a good buddy of mine, made a good point on his Instagram yesterday that, you know, most companies operate between a five and 20% margin. So like they can't afford to lose 20% of their customer base. And a lot of these, a lot of these organizations and companies are getting very cavalier with how they think they can operate a business. Guys, business is hard with a hundred percent possible customers. When you subdivide uh, your, your customer base into let's just say 60, 40 or 70, 30, or even 50, 50, um, you are cutting your own throat. And so a lot of you businesses out there don't understand what the fuck you're doing because people feel very strongly about this. They're not just going to give in. I can tell you this, that shit is not coming in my body. It's not, I will do everything else I need to do. I'm willing to work hard. I'm willing to eat food that I'm willing to not go out and have a good time. I'm willing to suffer for everybody's health, but I'm not putting some shit in my body to fucking that, that, that I think I believe after my research, I trust myself and, uh, that, that it is what it is. So, you know, as much as I hate the cancel culture and I hate that shit, I, I think it is important, you know, uh, to, to, to support people and companies that you align with and what they stand for. And I don't think it's, I don't think you should be discouraging people from, uh, you know, going somewhere that they believe, but I think that we should all be working towards supporting people that they believe and, 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 uh, support, because I think that's the only way we're going to get back and, and show that, you know, 80% of the people in America want freedom, dude. Jason, you might have different views, but you still respect the freedom. I do. I, yeah. I also feel for the businesses that are, that are put in a really difficult position. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like I, I really, really do like myself included. Yeah. It's a really difficult decision if you, if your business, and then there's also something you said that as a business owner, you also need to know your audience as well. Like, let's just take San Francisco. There's a, there's yeah. a current vaccine mandate there. Yeah. The restaurant owners came together and I, if I'm not mistaken on this, they actually, they, they're okay with it because they believe more patrons will come in right. knowing that everybody there has their vaccine yeah. in that particular area. But I, you know, I, I, I don't envy the position for any business owner, including ourselves, because it, it puts your back up against the wall yeah. to isolate one demographic or the other. There's plenty of people that feel the way you do. Yeah. There's plenty of people that feel the opposite way. Right. And as a business, like you're saying, it's already hard enough. And now we're being put in this impossible situation yeah. where you're damned if you do, damned if you don't type of thing. Back to your point with the with the the hockey team, right? It's the same thing. If maybe maybe not. In so St. Let, me, Louis. let me point something out to you. Yeah, that you may not be thinking about. Yeah, if you wanted the entire country to be dependent on the government, let's say you were trying to install a communist regime where most people are dependent on the government, wouldn't it make sense to destroy small businesses and make it impossible for them to succeed? They're doing a good job of making it very difficult. Something to think about. Yeah. I'm not saying it is what it is, but I'm just asking something to think about, right? Yeah. Anyway, bro, I love you, man. Hey, this has been a fucking awesome here, show. Yeah, we got to do yeah. it again sometime. Have, dude, anytime you're welcome to come on the show. I, I love who you are. I love what you represent. Um, tell people where to follow you. Uh, best place by Instagram, Jason Kleepa. Um, and uh, yeah, if you want to check out some of our gyms, our online programs, NC Fit. And uh, tell yeah, about your book. Have. You have a book. Yeah, we have a book. As many reps as possible. Um, you can find on Amazon the audio version on Audible. Yeah. Uh, as many reps as possible. Actually, uh, after I was on the show years ago, man, I got so much feedback from it. I really appreciate you giving me the opportunity. Absolutely, to, dude. The audio book is great. So go yeah. check it out, guys. Check out his book. Support this man. He's a good man. He's a good human. He represents uh, what I think the best parts of America are. So. I love you guys. I appreciate you guys. If you enjoyed the show, pay the fee. Yeah.
sleeping on the floor. Now my jewelry box froze. Fuck a bowl, fuck a stove. Counted millions in the cold. Bad bitch, booted swole. Got her on bank 